Hello, everyone, and we should be live on the internet. I believe we are. Actually, superb. Finally, we got there. Uh, I apologize for being there. <laughs> we had um, a few technical problems with this thing called Roll20. Um, but so we are. So, welcome back to Fires of Athlean. Um, we'll, 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 we'll skip the intros uh, and um, other bits and pieces this evening because we're running a little late. Um, Firstly, the only real announcement is uh, you may have noticed that uh, Neil and Mike, uh, Musa and Eric aren't with us at the moment. Uh, Neil stroke Musa is currently off herding uh, cats, taking his kids on holiday, and Eric's not feeling very well. So we are joined this evening by uh, a good friend of FOA, one of our former testers, Nick Long, um, who will be making an appearance at some stage. Um, so we'll quickly jump straight into the action, um, having introduced Nick. Uh, so once we uh, last stoked, uh, so once we last stoked the fires of Athlean, um, our band of random adventurers, so to speak, um, cohorts uh, had escaped the uh, devastation and destruction of the Manfred Mines, um, made their way through the Manax Forest, and followed a random set of wagon tracks uh, across the rolling tundra and former farmland that is the northern part of Talan. Um, eventually, uh, whilst suffering heavily from hypothermia and in some cases almost bordering on pneumonia due to severe cold and not really being prepared for the harshness of winter in the north, uh, the party encountered a band of merchants randomly camped out around a large bonfire in the middle of nowhere. Um, and uh, having sought shelter and food and warmth that was uh, warmly and welcomely given, the party then went on and uh, let Eric dig himself a small grave. I mean, um, let Eric start doing <laughs> talking, um, wherein Eric divulged uh, probably a little too much information, as Musa put it, kind of oversharing. And the party were given something to help them sleep through the night and uh, deal with their hypothermia. The party fell asleep around a nice warm bonfire, the first warmth they felt in, a f uh, in three or four days, um, and drifted off into their sleep. They awoke in the morning to discover the wagons and the people that um, Derek, Oleg, and Timmy Tilliston, uh, the people that they'd encountered the night before, were gone, and so was Eric. Over to the party. Uh, you've just awoken. Uh, as mentioned, Eric's bedroll and his staff are, and the rest of his possessions are all there. No Eric. The fire is crackling and starting to dwindle away. Still a little bit of warmth coming off of it. Um, I've got notes from Musa as to his opinion on what's about to happen, but we'll leave it over to Thabar Morton and Kada, and we'll get to Nick as quickly as possible. Um. Uh, so, <clears throat> Thabar's going to stand up and just look around and, well, that was expected. I don't know if his hole was big enough. Can I uh, take his bedroll? I, I, yeah, I don't want to enough. comment yeah. on Eric being gone. I just want warmth. So I'm just going to go over and pick okay. up his bedroll and wrap it around me. 
Yeah, okay, that's you. And take the staff. <laughs> okay, like I say, you can you can take the bedroll and the staff and whatever. Like Musa looks around and he's between uh um where's the little one? Um I think he put it with just... the um other guys. Did he just no, leave he just them? He could have seen a good deal to get away with them, but I don't know why he wouldn't wait for the rest of us. He did seem quite pally with them last night. Also, though, didn't they? They were waiting for their clients or something out here, so it's kind of weird that they left. <laughs> unless the unless Eric them. was the sorcerer. They didn't know that, though. Although he was quite gabby. And from a GM point of view, none of you know that either. No, yeah. but he was talking about them, so we can make a wild assumption unless mm -hmm. that's what they configured. Two, two plus two equals sorcerer? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, I he mean, either way, he's—he could have been. Um, either way, he's not here now, and we can't just sit here getting colder. Um, so, I mean, whether they took him or he decided to go by himself, that's you know, Eric can be out there living his life. Um, personally, I think we need to get to shelter or some kind because we can't stay out here. We can't far. follow him anyway. If we tried to follow him, they're on wagons. We're not. And we have no food. This is true. Um, can we see any tracks of which direction they might have gone in? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, you followed the tracks from, um, from a, a, well, a from a north-westerly uh, direction, which is the, the forest. Um, a, right, two or three days across the... Um, northern landscape of uh, Talan. Um, there is another set of wagon tracks uh, that uh, seem fresher than the ones that you follow that uh, head south. Hmm. And uh, I got Moose's survival skill. You'll have noticed that um, there also appears to be fresh crushed snow and stuff uh, leading back in the direction that you, you came. So basically either one or two wagons may have gone south, or one or two wagons may have gone north, but they do appear to have split up. Okay. I mean, I like the smugglers. I, but I don't know. Oh, not smugglers, yeah. the merchants. Sorry. The merchants seem nice enough, but um, I don't know what we have to gain by going after them. They did point no. us in the direction of a farmstead. True. We could try and get there. Mm -hmm. That's they said there was one maybe half a day south from where we are. I think that's probably the I best would... bet. Yeah. yeah. So are we I'm going to gather up to whatever's left. Eric? I think we leave I it to his own devices. That well, and Me neither. We're already ill. Yeah. Before we head off, even I if like we to wanted to, is is difficult. I don't, if I if I knew him better, I would go after him. But I don't think I've actually had a proper conversation with the guy. Mm. Um, no, Musa chips in and said, "Well, it seems strange that he would leave his stuff behind, but they had more provisions there. Maybe they offered him a better deal than what." 
we were offered. True. Whatever happens. Well, farm, the farmstead is our best option. Yes. Uh, food and shelter and warmth um, are probably more important than Eric at the moment. Uh, yeah, mm. I second that. We head off. Can I use the last of the fire? Um, to yeah, well, it, 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 yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I said, it was a, it was a large enough bonfire, um, even though yeah. smoking up into the into the the morning uh, sky at the moment is still giving off a reasonable amount of heat. Just because before we head off, I'll, I'll have a good drink of water and then replenish my supply, and anyone else who wants to can obviously yeah. use the. Fire. So yeah, between all of you, you can you can get the the fire going enough to be able to melt melt some more water down. You've got your frying pan and bits and pieces, so that's not a problem. I'll, so, I'll make sure I gather up what Eric left behind as well. If anything, I'm holding on to his bedroll. Okay, so wherever uh, we go, I go bedroll round. Morton's got his staff. Uh, Cader's got his bedroll, uh, and Thabar's grabbed his pack, which has got the poultices and all the other bits and pieces. Um. I'm going to point north to the south. <sighs> okay, so you, you point in the direction of the the mountains, and Musa turns around and walks in the opposite direction and starts following <laughs> the wagon tracks that were heading in a southerly direction. Um, you're traveling, yeah, you're traveling for maybe an hour, uh, maybe two. Uh, you're not quite sure. It's probably coming up towards mid-morning um, when eventually the, the wagon tracks kind of veer off um, like uh, westerly as if they're trying to skirt something. Um, but due south of you, um, you can see a small trail of smoke on the horizon drifting up into the sky. Is it question mark? Well, going towards the smoke, now that I'm, we know that they were merchants, I suspect they might have been dodging things. You're, uh, I'm not too sure. I'm not too um, sure about your um, traditions here. But do your merchants usually avoid people? They can. I wouldn't know. <laughs> merchant ships normally try and avoid my ship. And why would that be? I don't know. It's don't like people. <laughs> okay. Um, that could be another fire, could be a farmstead, but it, at least it's civilization. It's or warm. People, or warm, importantly. So yeah, um, are you guys going to head in the direction of the smoke? Yeah. Okay, I'm and, and it's probably around midday. Much like the night before, the, the last couple of days, it is bitterly mm. cold. The temperature is probably like four or five degrees Celsius below, um, below freezing. But it is bright and sunny. It's just cold. Um, the brew that you you were given the, the night before um, is still keeping you nice and warm and and shielding you from the the extreme lack of temperature or the extreme temperatures. Um, 
and you start making your way and eventually you come over the crest of the hill um and off in a distance maybe three or four miles um set in kind of a, a shallow hollow so to speak between um because the plains are are relatively rolling you can see um the first signs of civilization you've seen since leaving uh manfred lines um there is uh, a small low uh barn-like structure and a stone cottage with a snow-covered thatched roof and the little trail of smoke you see rising up in the fly uh, into the sky um is coming from a small stone chimney Yeah, is I there anyone out? What was that, Harriet? No. You're com- I was wondering if there was anyone out and about, or if there's anything outside the actual building itself. No, you you don't see anything outside because it's just too far. It's just a, a speck at the moment. Um, you're not close oh. enough for any details. One thing you do notice that uh, even in the snow, that this area appears to be relatively cultivated. There are occasionally lumps in the snow uh, lumps in the snow that you've been wading through now um having stopped following the tracks is is kind of up around your thigh area um like Fakeda is up around <laughs> up around her middle and up around That's her chest the extra bedroll. Yeah, yeah she's she's certainly hiding behind uh Favar who I assume is or and Morton who I assume I, I would be plowing through things. <laughs> they are the plows and the, the little people are following them behind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you do notice that um, there appears to be some like raised indentations in the snow, um, which could signal uh, like fences or uh, dry stone walls and bit, other bits and pieces that have been buried in in the winter snows. Oh, well, onwards. Yeah, I, I would just say that if we're going to knock at this cottage. Um, it seems kind of strange to say, but Morton might actually be the best person to do that. I, I don't think there are many Nala around this area, so, you know. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> I, 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 I make a beeline for the front door. Okay, but you're, saying, you, I, you're coming from the north, you're actually approaching the cottage from behind. You can see, um, as you start walk around to the front end. As you, as you, like you're still a couple, you're still a, yeah. a good mile away at the moment. As you're starting to get closer, you can see the barn and the cottage starting to raise up at the, at the whiteness of the, the winter snows. Um, it's, again, as you start to get closer, you can see that there's now footprints. There's trails that've been ploughed through the snow between the house and the barn. Snow's been ploughed away, or, or at least um, shoveled away from behind the, the structures to give some. It certainly looks used. It certainly looks civilized. Um, it's well kept. Um, one thing that, as you as you get within maybe like two, three hundred, uh, two, three hundred yards, you can start making a solid details. Um, even though it's a stone cottage, um, the framing on the back door well, that you can see um, and the shutters themselves are bright red. Um, they're, they're very colorful. Or even the chimneys um, trimmed with like a red bordering. Um, the barn, um, though, is just uh, uh, tanned, varnished uh, wood of some sort. Uh, but the 
all sorts, all the bordering is uh, in a bright red color. Um, and you can, now you're close enough, start to smell food. Mm. Food. I, I start making my way towards the front of the house. Okay. Uh, as you start plowing through the snow and crunching through it, um, anyone going stealthily? Um, I'm not going stealthy, I'm also, but I'm going to make sure I'm staying back a bit. So, Hunter, um, you're inside with your darling wife and you can hear crunching in the snow out back. Um, so I think I'm just <laughs> going to open that back door and have a look out. I'm not going to try and be <laughs> too silent about it. <laughs> so I'll chuck on my okay. boots and uh, head out. Okay, so um, you're, saying you, you're now probably uh, the, the players, the party, uh, you're now in, in maybe 100 feet, 150 feet of the cottage. Um, you kind of break, you just uh, breach through what is the, the, the drifts, the snow, and you're within the cleaned out or cleared out area of uh, the farmstead. And you, you hear a creaking noise as the back door opens. Um, and what do they see? Um so you see a uh, Andorian um, about sort of five foot ten, five eleven, sort of relatively average height, um, light blue skin and bright orange hair, and I'm wearing kind of, I guess, sort of simple winter like rough clothes. And what does and what does what does Hunter see? If you guys want to describe your characters, because. Um, since I'm at the front, you probably noticed me first. <laughs> I am six foot something. I have it written down. Seven. Um, nine, I think. Uh, six foot seven. Oh, wow. Um, human. Um, just carrying an axe on my back. Um, wrapped in uh, currently in lots of blankets, and he still has what look like uh, shackles on his wrists, but is pretty tall and very muscularly. Uh, you'll probably next see uh, a seven foot tall green Caridian. Um, she's got yellow eyes and she's got a blanket wrapped around her shoulders. Uh, other than that, she's got she's walking with a quarter staff in hand. She's got two backpacks over her shoulders. Um, so behind the tall very very tall people um you'll see a four foot eight tiny but well built um nala with long black hair and dark gray skin and brown eyes and she's got a blanket and a bedroll wrapped firmly around her so you can't really see her backpack and everything because it's all underneath the bedroll but she's there at the back four foot eight and, and finally the, the last um member of this um band of misfits that is approaching a back door hunter is um silvar he's currently wearing studded leather armor he's got a longbow in one hand a quiver across his back um his dark reddish skin um and he's got a green a kind of a bright green uh necklace or, or a choker of some sort wrapped around his neck and again with a backpack and bits and pieces and is obviously is Upset uh, lobes uh, dictate well, 
um, indicate that he's a uh, silver. Uh, just one more you, thing, I have a sword one, on my belt. Okay. I just one have a sword will, on my belt as well. Okay, the one thing you will, one of the things you will notice about the, the silver is um, his pigmentation, his skin color, um, though most silver have a, a, a darkish uh, tan to their skin, certainly isn't one, uh, isn't the type you've seen before, certainly not from around here. I guess I'm sort of watching you guys come in uh, until you were in earshot, and then I'll, I'll call out. So I'll, uh, I'll shout out, hello. Hello. Um, we got a little bit lost and unprepared. Uh, and one final note that now that they're close enough, something that nobody bothered to mention is some of them appear to be wearing what you you would know, uh, having lived in the area for a while now, is prison garb from the from the nearby Manax. Uh, quarry and mine. Uh, I just lock and bolt the door. No, that's it. Oh, punch no. <laughs> 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 we, have we have another clue. Well, I don't anymore, so it's fine. Um, yeah, that's no harm. Tavar certainly is. Um, and Ada's yeah. still wearing her prison garb. Okay. My, I got um, my poncho and my bedroll. Yeah, but your trousers still have white stripes down the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was hoping the bedroll be long enough because I've got such short <laughs> legs, but I guess not. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I think one. one well, mine definitely is, aren't. One prison is as good or as bad as three or four prisons. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I'll, I'll shout in and say, um, "Do you need to come in from the cold?" Oh, I would love coming in from the cold. Thank you very much, and I go and try and shake your hand. Yeah, I'll shake your hand. Um, my name's Hunter. Uh, please. Coming up, my house isn't built for people of your stature, but I'm sure it'll be room. Oh, I'm I'm used to it, and I'm uh, Morton, by the way. Morton, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna ask uh, Kada and Musa. Do you want me to help you get? I mean, you're following me and stuff, but do you want me to like you know carry? No, no. Just wanted. I don't want to be. I mean, thank you, but no. Okay. Moose is going to say no, though. Though I know Neil would have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before um, I get into the house, I'm gonna remove my sword belt and leave it outside, and say, uh. Greetings, my name is Thabar. Hi, I'm Hunter. Please, come in from the cold, we, we can do our introductions inside. Uh, so I'll open the door kind of wide and walk in. Behind, gonna do introductions go. inside as suggested. <laughs> cool, uh, so if you guys come in, you'll see like a brightly colored interior with like big kind of homemade brightly colored wall hangings um there's a big open fireplace with a, a pot of stew boiling away and then uh my wife is tending the tending the stew um man what does she and look then like? you can well she looks a bit like me really <laughs> uh she's no so she's she's um 
she's gonna have a where i've got the sort of light blue skin and the orange hair she's actually almost like the opposite so she's got a sort of reddish orange um skin and uh sort of blue blue gray hair um and she sort of waves a cheery hello i'm not gonna do her voice That's good. <laughs> um hello to you both i'm i'm kada kada nice, nice to meet you i'm hunter um, has, your wife got, has your wife got a name? Yeah, she has. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had it written down, I've lost the page. Um, she's a uh, Cillian. This is my wife, Cillian. Um, Good morning. And then I think on, on the floor, there's going to be some, you know, sort of cushions and, and blankets and things to sit on. Now, please have a seat and uh, we'll bring you some stew when it's ready. Thank you. Much appreciated. Yes, I'm sit down. Remove my packs from my shoulders. <laughs> I'm still sitting with my bedroll on because I just want to yeah. maintain as much heat as possible. Um, <laughs> where? What is the plan? Um, where do we, we plan to go? Don't have a plan. Um, probably still the nearest. It's a proper civilization, like town. This is lovely, but it's not a town. No, you're right, and uh, I'm sorry it's not more well appointed, but uh, I, you have to look simply I, I, out here. And I, I appreciate that, but we have um, news that kind of needs to be told to um, the law, I would presume. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I could draw you a map to the the nearest town, if you'd like. That would be very appreci yeah. much appreciated. Um, we, um, we should warn you, uh, it, they probably won't come through here, but um, there was a, a, a raiding party with a demon um, where we've come from. Um, how far away was it? Like, some miles? Uh, it'd be uh, uh, from, from um, Hunter's Farm to the mines. Uh, are about uh, four days northwest. Okay, so yeah. uh, four days northwest of here, um, there was this kind of crazy group with a, a demon. Um, so you mean the Shintaran? Watch yourself. Yes, Shintaran. Um, well, thank you for warning. Um, we'll have to monitor the situation, I guess. At least you'd see them coming here. True. <laughs> me ask you, you you clearly uh live out here you must know the land quite well how do you find food and things out in in the snowy region well um i'm a farmer so we keep some of what we grow what we don't sell um my two sons are out ice fishing at the minute so we uh live off the land as closely as possible uh sometimes we will have to go into town to buy supplies if, if needed if it's been a harsh winter Sound from here. Um, sorry, I can. It broke up a bit. Honest. <laughs> um, is it is it far to town from here? Um, it will take about a a, a day, uh, day day and a half, depending on the weather. Uh, maybe shorter. It's not too bad. Even in this weather, the uh, the King's Road's about five miles south of here. Once once you're there. Uh, the going goes pretty easy. It's just getting there. 
as you guys have discovered, it's uh, can be difficult. Yeah, especially with all that snow, it's a bit cold. Yeah, as well as beautiful in the summer. It's like the sea in the summer, I guess. Who are we supposed I to be telling? I have no experience. The Shantan. Well, um, I don't think they will take our word for it at the moment. Well, Especially in the scarf. Is there a, a place to get clothing um, in, in this little village rather than in the town? No, I'm afraid it's really only my house here. I, I do have some more clothing I can give to you. Uh, it's going to be very basic and well worn. But... Anything. No, Anything absolutely. Would be, uh, fantastic. Uh, we can we can look out what we have for you, and I'm sure we can get you something. Although it might be a little bit tight for the uh, the larger members of the party. You probably would have some, you probably would have had some of your um, like uh, kids' clothes and stuff like that that may maybe able to fit the nylon. Yeah, I think that might be Yay. as good as it's going to get, but it's something. Uh, Maybe we can I'll fashion something out, out of blankets for the rest of you. We can, yeah, we can make something. Um, I'll pull out <laughs> a crown and offer it to Hunter. Um, it's it's not much, but we, it's all. Sorry. Oh, Where do you no. find gold? Please, I I can't accept it. Um, I can't accept it. It's uh, it's we, my honour to, sure we were going to look to after guests. Die out there. So. Perhaps, but what sort generous. of what sort of host would I be if I? Just let you die out there. Well, thank you. Hunter. Would you accept? Would you accept trade? I'm always welcome to to trade with uh, travellers, but if you forgive me for uh, intruding on your personal business, you don't appear to have much. I wouldn't want to take anything. I, I meant a trade of skills. I I am a, a skilled well training blacksmith. If there's anything well, that needs fixing, then perhaps I could help. Yes, perhaps. Um, I'm sure there's stuff in the barn and things that could be could be fixed. Um, always welcome to have a, a second pair of hands, but please don't worry about that now. We'll um, we'll get you fed, and we'll get you watered, and we'll, we'll go from there. I think at that point, my wife will come round with the bowls and. Uh, ladles and nice hot stew for everyone. N nice mutton stew. Um, hold it because it's warm. It's a little. <laughs> the mutton, the, the mutton's tender-ish, a little tough. It's obviously end of end of winter mutton. It's not certainly not fresh. Uh, we don't care about fresh right now. <laughs> it is food, so it is going straight down the hatch. <laughs> I'm going to be a bit more slow and sedate and make sure it all goes in rather than accidentally spilling and stuff. <laughs> Kata hasn't no such worries. <laughs> I'm just going to eat it as politely as I can figure out how to. Please, there's there's plenty in the pot, so help yourself and, and there's some bread on the counter if you, you need it. I take some bread. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a little bit stale, but... Oh, no, it's so good. It's the best bread 
<laughs> Isn't stale be- bread the best bread for stew anyway? Uh, we'll go with that, yes. <laughs> it gives it an, an added flavour, you know? There's a tang that's really... Bit of a crunch. Mm. Yeah. It absorbs all that liquid. It does, it does. <laughs> I'm going to actually be looking around the interior a little bit, um, just curiously. Is, is there stuff on the walls or anything? Yeah, so there's there's some sort of like um, kind of hangings and curtains which are all really brightly coloured and the, the wall hangings are quite, uh, quite bright, quite loud. Um, and then above the fireplace there's um, two spears and a, a shield crossed uh, over that. Um, mm-hmm. And then you'll see maybe there's like a door going off to the sort of other part of the house with the bedroom things, like but it's it's simple, just loud. You're very proud of this place, aren't you? Well, it's um, it provides for us, and it's a home for my family, so. Yes, it's uh, it's not much, but it's peaceful. Did you did you use the fight with that shield? Um, yes, I I do have a a slightly uh, more violent past than I I have now, but I've left that life behind me. I much prefer the the simpler day to day concerns of a farmer. Seems much safer. One thing you will all notice about the shield, it bears the emblem of the Royal Guard of Athelene. Um, that didn't, didn't me didn't do shut conversation down there. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> interjecting. Um, no, just absorbing that information, just absorbing that. Yeah. What symbol is it on there? It's the, um, the Royal Guard. Yes, yes, it's uh, the Royal Guard of Athelene. That was my... Uh, job in another life so you you know the right people to talk to well maybe but i i left 10 years ago now i don't have too many contacts in the guard um i left because i wanted to settle down in my family i had two young children um and for the life of a royal guardsman isn't always as long as the life of a farmer um so I, I took my leave and set up a new life, set up a new home. Multiple ways. It's good for you. Um, if if you were in our position, um, running from Shentan group with a demon, where would you go? As far away <laughs> as possible. Get on a ship. <laughs> um, are they? Ah, well, are autumn knows how to you... sail. Are they after you particularly we don't or know, is but... a more general attack? I think um, it was a, a general attack. If well, they were um, after us, they'd still be following. To expand upon um, to expand upon Hunter's uh, background a little bit, you'd be fully aware of Shentorn have been scourging the region and attacking farms for okay. centuries now. Um, you're just lucky enough that so far your farm hasn't been hit. Um, the mines have been there for certainly for as long as you own your farm, um, and they've never been attacked before. Uh, you know, Shentarn does 
occasionally, maybe once a year or once every couple of years, uh, raid down into Talan or um, as a royal guard, you you certainly would have tangled with Shentar um, along the northern borders of Athlene when they scourged down into the um, Athlene. Um, the largest attack that you would know of would have, uh, certainly during your career time would would have been when Shentarn scourged the city of Andoria. Um, it's certainly a, a major event in Athlene's uh, recent history. About 20 years ago, the entire city was put to flames. It was the first time Shentarn had ever attacked a city, a, a, a target that big. So usually sort of smaller raiding parties and yeah. things like that. It's, it's, it's usually, they usually raid, they don't, um, they hit specific targets and retreat back. Um, the Andorian attack uh, was significant due to the fact, A, it was the first major city that they had attacked um, within Athlene's borders, um, and B, uh, Andoria being quite far uh, within the border. So it was, it was the most, it certainly was the most major recent event. Um, if I were to advise you then, uh, I'd suggest getting to the, the biggest, most well defended town you can. Um, I've not heard of huge armies, uh, attacking on a regular basis, normally their, their raids. So if they had the, the means to attack the mines and take them over, then it, it looks like we could be in um, a lot more trouble than usual. Um, my suggestion would be to spread word through uh, as many towns as you can and make sure we're as prepared. And unfortunately, any word that we've been trying to get out would not be taken seriously at the moment. I understand. Why not? Probably just because of our garb than anything else. Well, wearing, I do, wearing, wearing a kilt. I do have to ask. Not quite. And I hope you'll forgive me for, for intruding, but you are escaped prisoners. Um, um, no, the, no, we are survivors. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to offend, but. We, we didn't I escape, to, uh, we survived. It's, it's alright. I just need to make sure that my, my family are going to be safe. There's nobody going to come looking for you. And... Well, I, I'm we pretty sure everyone's we dead. Arrested. Right? Okay. So there's no are survivors. You, are you wanting there's to no know? I'm, I'm making the assumption they killed everyone. We did. I, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't ever ask you what you're... Got landed you in that prison. Uh, I understand that's quite a personal matter. Um, I just need to know um, how much risk I'm putting my family under by keeping you, you here. But it sounds like, um, from what you've told me, the uh, the prison was attacked. So the hopefully they're staying uh, there. There's nobody coming after you. Ease you. If it will ease you any, uh, none of us were there for anything serious. Um, and from what we could tell of this party that attacked, they were looking for something specific, um, which I, I don't believe any of us would have anything to do. Everybody's uh, made mistakes in their past, so I'd never judge somebody on that. You, uh, you'd be more than friendly to me, so that's all I, I mind. Um, and 
uh, hospitality. I'll extend it to you as, as far as I can. Um, Thank you, Hunter. My son should be back soon. They'll have some more fish, which hopefully if they've caught anything, we can uh, cook those up as well. Um, what's your plans? How long do you intend on staying here? We have a, a barn, which we could put you up in for as long as you need. Um, and we have supplies long enough to host you for, for, for the time being. Um, Uh, we are all ill. Ill. Would it be beneficial to rest um, just a little bit? As I mean, I don't know about you two, but I'm I'm still feeling kind of knackered. Yes. Um, maybe a couple of days, if that's if that's okay with you, Hunter. Yes, absolutely. Um, you're more than welcome. Don't go out and uh, damage yourselves anymore, uh, for the sake of politeness. You, You'll have a bed here and you have food and water as long as you need it. Thank you. Thank you. If we can help with uh, any anything around your farm, let us know. Well, in uh, the winter, it's uh, pretty much shut up shop and uh, survives. So there's no crops to bring in. Uh, but um, there's always patches to put in, things to repair. So perhaps we could uh, spend the day tomorrow. Fishing sounds Same fun. It's fun, but cold. Well, at least it's fun. Don't worry about the cold <laughs> we bit. Handle we, we can handle the cold. Well, I can I'm see you've made a bit fun. Preparing. That's very generous of you. By the skin of our teeth. Any, any repairs that need, need to take place, I will happily stick my hands in. Thank you. Um, well, yeah, the bun has some holes in it, so perhaps we could uh, we could always patch that up. Patch it up, especially as that will be uh, where you're staying tonight, if that's okay. That's perfect. That okay. Thank you. Uh, so okay, so you have to huddle together. Okay, so you spend a, you spend a bit of time um, just socialising, and um, Hunter leads you out to the barn and shows you around the barn and stuff, and where you'll be staying in bits and pieces. Um, and the afternoon draws on, eventually uh, shows you around, yeah, maybe the, the plough is a bit pitted and a few of the bolts and stuff that could uh, possibly be a bit of work, but there's no forge here for uh, you to be able to, to work on it, Favar. Um, now you, you can offer to potentially help um, improve it and um, at least make it serviceable so that it's not going to fall apart during the the spring ploughing and bits and pieces. Um, I wasn't expecting and, a forge. <laughs> yeah, and you, you'll return to, um, once you're, you're situated, Hunter invites you back into the cabin. Um, and the afternoon draws on. You just sit there, you enjoy some ale. Cleanne, um, his wife, is a very polite and um, accommodating hostess. Um, whatever you need, she brews up some, some broth and stuff to help ward away the chills. Um, and, and fusses over you all, makes you all get close to the fire and bits and pieces and the afternoon wars on, whereas on the light fades and darkness starts yeah, to drip into the horizon. And Hunter, your boys haven't returned. And this, this is but, out of the ordinary. Yep, they, they, they certainly know 
um, to be back before darkness. Okay. Um, I think in which case then, all things considered, I won't, uh, I'll, I'll sort of mention it to him. I'll say, look, um, my boys should be back by now and they're not. Um, obviously, everything you mentioned is giving me a, a cause for concern. I'd hate to uh, impose on anybody, especially as a guest, but um, no, I'm coming maybe with one you. or two of us could, uh, could venture out um, and maybe a few can stay here to look after my wife. But um, uh, Musa will volunteers to stay behind and look after, make sure Cleanne's uh, protected. Um, what about the rest of you? Um, I'm, I'll I'll go with you. will help look for the boys. The, the more of us out there, the sooner it might be that we'll find someone. Okay, thank you. Um, equipment wise, what are you guys looking like? Um, <laughs> I have a quarter staff. I did leave my short sword outside, so I won't be using that. I have um, a quarter staff. I have a bow, but no arrows. <laughs> and I'm, I'm probably not going to use it. Um, Otherwise, that's about it. An axe and a quarter staff. That is all the weaponry I own. Any armor and stuff like that. Moose <laughs> no. has got his studded leather armor, but that's it. Would we, would uh, in a farmer, would we be, maybe have some sort of leather, you know, like kind of protective leather? Well, well no, not really. No. Certainly, certainly not. Certainly, nothing armor-wise. You said you wouldn't need it. You, you've got yeah. your your old chainmail and your breastplate. Yeah. yeah um, well, obviously, you've got chainmail for yourself. You've got your old royal guard breastplate, your shield, um, your own serviceable short swords, etc., uh, which you yeah. use for general protection and spears. No, of course. Um, so yeah, I mean, if I. I could give one of you my, my chain shirt and I could wear my, my old breastplate. Um, I have an extra spear if anyone's in need. I could use a spear, I suppose, just in case. And the armor. So, yeah, in... <laughs> yeah, I've got <laughs> a chain I was, shirt. I was going to turn to Kayla and go, do you, can you wear this? I don't think it will fit me. I, I think no, it, 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 it certainly, it certainly wouldn't fit Kada. It's too big. Yeah. Okay. If if I can, I will take the armor as well. It'll be it'll be a yeah. squeeze for you, but between the two of you having repair weapons and armor, you can just about squeeze um, Favar into the the chain shirt. Okay. Uh, that um, suits you. Cool. <laughs> so if I. <laughs> I'll don my breastplate and my shield. I'll have a spear and my short swords. Um, and then we'll venture out. I guess I'll, I'll leave instructions for uh, them to kind of lock up the doors and bolt the windows and only answer when I do a special knock. Pre okay. Special prearranged knock. Cleanne fusses over you. She's going, oh, please, please, just have that. Fetch the boys, you, you, you know where they are. They don't, they'll be over by the Seven Sisters, which, yeah, you, know. You, know to, which, you, which you know to be a, a small copse of uh, trees um, over by the uh, Palax River. They'll be, they'll be fun. <laughs> Two of them can manage Seven Sisters. <laughs> Good boys you got there. I said, 
I'm afraid it's not as exciting as you'd imagine. Um, no? Oh. No. Sorry to disappoint. Um, look, they'll be fine. They're probably just uh, spent too long trying to wheel an fish or something, and that's all it'll be. But we'll be back. We'll be back as soon as possible. And uh, out we go, I guess. Okay, so you, you head on out. Um, anyone take any light source? It's dark. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I'll take yeah. a, a lamp or I imagine I've got a couple of lamps knocking about in the farm. I'll be scanning with the infravision. I'll be bringing a torch as well. Okay, so you, ha you head off. I'm not looking at the torches. <laughs> you head off into the dark. Um, obviously, Hunter leading the way knows he knows where he's going. He's, he's lived on his farm for a decade. He doesn't need, uh, but the moon's out. Um, so there is that eerie glow in a light, and obviously, with the, the moonlight being reflected up off the snow, it's quite well lit. You've got a, a, a decent range of visibility, maybe uh, 100, 200 feet, but you still need a, the lights to be able to give you any detail. Um, and you head off into the darkness. You head west uh, a little bit, Hunter leading the way um, over towards where the Phalanx River. It's good hours march um, uh, before you you start to uh, see the, the 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 shimmer in the snow changes as the a frozen river um, comes into view. Um, you can just about make out in the distance a small crop of trees, which appears to be like um, seven large pines that just appear to be sprouting up out of nowhere. Um, it's dark, it's eerie, um, but no sign or sound of the boys. Um, Look for any tracks. Yeah. As you close in towards the Seven Sisters, um, you start looking around you see a couple of abandoned i'm going to be making sure i've got my back to everyone else and i'm facing out just to make sure i'm just looking for anything that's approaching the first thing that you first thing that you notice um is a fishing pole appears to have been abandoned and it's just dumped in the snow with the the top just pointing up out of the snow um as you close in on it you see that yes there are a number of tracks um some heading up and there's also blood. The tracks headed. Uh, northwards towards the uh, the Seven Sisters, and there's a second set of tracks that have gone in a south uh, westerly direction. How blood much going blood in are any talking? particular direction? The blood blood appears to be going north, um, and the 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 tracks both both human, but well, both are Dorian or humanoid, uh, small. They it would fit that they were they are uh, Vanna and Nina, uh, Hunter's sons. Uh, one set of tracks heads north uh, from the river and where the, the fishing poles and stuff were abandoned. One heads off southeast. Uh, what's your survival skills? Uh, it's two. Um, Don't ask. <laughs> Mine, mine's seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, certainly, uh, Hunter. Hunter by name. Hunter by nature. Um, one thing you you will you will immediately pick up the tracks heading north appear to be um, limping-ish. 
Um, the ones heading south, uh, much, uh, the, the gate is much wider, um, so whoever headed south was running. Um, and whoever was heading, whoever headed north was um, obviously injured of some sort. Looking around, uh, you notice that there's not just uh, humanoid tracks in this area, there are also large bear tracks. The the blood is it an entire sort of teenage amount of blood or is it not a whole? No, it's, it, it's, a, whole um, it's a wound. <laughs> it's not a massive amount of blood, um, but it would appear that whoever headed north uh, towards the the Seven Sisters uh, was wounded. Um, as you get closer to the shoreline and where the poles and stuff were abandoned, you can see that there was obviously some kind of scuffle here um and it, maybe one of the boys got injured by the bears one headed north and the other ran off safe i'll follow the the injured ones is where I'd, my inclination would be to go first okay well the seven, seven sisters is about uh two three hundred uh feet away um you can see it brightly lit up uh, by the moon um in bits and pieces um just eerily quiet there's no sound you head up north and as you start getting closer to seven sisters you can see that it's um one second uh, yep button. yeah you can see the following do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, wrong button god i hate there we go and we'll quickly just shift over to our combat because this might get hairy awesome. you mean like a bear hairy like a bear <laughs> <laughs> right. yes so right. as players you you can all see the combat that yeah now. awesome and that's what you see um you guys are down there in the corners uh and up ahead of you you see the seven sisters uh within it you can just about make out uh the looming forms of some rocks okay. we approach quietly you're gonna move I mean, stealthily quietly is no less yeah, I mean, considering I'm holding a torch, the torches might have given away. <laughs> the torch is definitely giving no, us away. Case, if, there's, if there's a bear, then like being quiet, like we're not going to be completely stealthy, but being quieter might be better. Or being louder might scare it. Mm. Yeah, true. I don't really know how bears behave, so I'll I'll take no. the lead on this one. Would would hunter bears are more likely to react to sound or? Um, bears aren't uncommon. Uh, sometimes they range down out of the Manax forest um, and eat cows and sheep. Um, even even in the winter, um, though, uh, most people would assume bears are uh, hibernate during the winter. Uh, in FOA, they don't. Um, certainly, the ice bears from uh, the ice shelves and, and up in Shantown, uh range around all year. Um, bears. Uh, in the FOA universe, uh, well, certainly on Athelene, um, 
don't sleep all winter round. Um, some do hibernate for short periods of time or just live off their own body fat for a while. Um, but yeah, so during the winter, it's not unheard of for a bear to range down looking for food if you can't find anything in the forest. Well, yeah. Well, I think, I'll still... yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. uh, yeah, I guess I think maybe um, the best bet then would be to head towards uh, the Seven Sisters uh, shouting their names, trying to sort of be as loud as, um, as big as possible. I would also suggest the person who's more likely to get hurt if they get hit once, stand behind the people that won't get hurt if they get hit once. Stand behind Morton. <laughs> I'm, I'm still facing out while I edge up. Okay, as you start uh, moving up, screaming out uh, the boys' names. Sort of spear and shield that the red is a, in front. In the dark, in the darkness, a deep guttural growl responds. I see Go it ahead. with the improvision. Uh, yeah, Kato, you just make out a lot, well, a particularly large um, mammal-shaped shape uh, within. The seven sisters. You can also. Like like it's there, noise. Noise. Uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely bear like. Kada, <laughs> uh, uh, you, you can also amongst the rocks. You can also make out um, a second, fainter and smaller um, thermal source as well. Okay, I'll I'll just be like I I, I think I can see your son. Um... There's, the bear is also there. It's uh, northeast of us, if, if you can't see so well. Um, Maybe I'm, yeah, I'm... So my, my son's, is he near the, the bear? I, I can see that he's in sort of the, the centre um, and the bear is uh, just to the right of him. I guess I'd suggest heading towards the sort of centre um, keeping a line sort of in between the center and the bear so we can kind of keep ourselves between the bear and him as we get so head towards the the right we want to make a break through uh the tree on the very bottom and the tree that's just sort of south east yeah yeah right, as, you, as you're getting closer you can see that um the seven sisters appeared something that uh, Hunter would have known as well. The Seven Sisters uh, was overgrown by thorns and thickets um, for years. Um, and that's what the squiggly thorny stuff between uh, the trees are. Um, they're quite thick. They're probably like say three, four feet thick. Um, it's a real briar patch of brambles. Um, uh, as you're getting closer, you can just about make out certainly where Morton's moved. But on the southern edge of the Seven Sisters, it appears something's barreled its way through. And there is a slight opening. Well, I guess I'll take that then. Um, I would suggest if it is a bear, we um, try and surround it. 
And as you as you start approaching, because you've been screaming and shouting and talking, um, you do see what appears to be um, a certainly a particularly large bear from shoulder to the floor. Probably stands good four feet tall, almost as tall as Kada. Um, it certainly weighs over a thousand pounds. It's huge, um, but that's not the most striking feature of it. Um, Though its fur is like brownish and blackish and matted, um, its eyes are a burning orange. Awesome. Demon Bear has my kids. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Wife that sounds fun. It. And we'll go into initiative. Mm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, great, super fast bear. Super fast bear, super slow <laughs> everyone else. Okay, so 20 plus, 15 plus, Ooh. Hunter, 14. 14, yeah. Um, it has charged out of the Seven Sisters in your general direction. It's burning orange eyes, smoke drifting up off its shoulders, its fur and haunches, um, and haunches up uh, in an aggressive manner, and it's boom, 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 barreling in your direction. Um, well, I guess if it's my go, I'm going to um, get, as, I can get all the way to him, right? Distance-wise. Yeah, yeah, if you're, you're, you think he's probably within 30 feet. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go, like, toe-to-toe, uh, so I'm going to sort of aim uh, not, you know, so I don't actually hit a collision with it, because I might be angry, but I'm not that stupid. Uh, so aim to sort of hit it on the diagonal. Okay. Um, if that works. And just go straight in with uh, the spear strike. And as you charge in, uh, it will lash out at you. Oh yeah, someone forgot to engage. <laughs> it's been a it's it. been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. You do have it. <laughs> let's just um, let's just say I was um I was too worried about my sons. Okay, yep, that's fine. So that works. Uh, AC twenty six. He definitely hits. Um, well, if he hits for twenty six, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that hits. So he, he, he kind of hit you in the head because as you were running in, you tried to duck under it. Um, damn, that was a big roll as well. Um, yeah, kind of lashed out, lashed out with a claw, striking you in the head, doing 17 points of damage. Well, this is a short cameo, isn't it? <laughs> 17 for the head. Ow. Yeah, that. Uh, oh, that hurts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm still standing somewhere. Uh, and I'll just go straight in with uh, Spear Attack. Go for it. Twenty-two. That hits. Sweet. Um, 
I guess bears a, a D8 as well in terms of limbs and stuff like that. Yep. It's humanoid, it's bear type. Perfect. So I just stab it straight in the torso. Um, and hit it for six damage straight in the torso. Um, six damage to the body. All right. There's so stabbing in the body. Second attack. Yeah, as I do that, I grab the spear out again and I'm going to. 24. I'm going to roll all right. I'm going to get it. I got it. Uh, and this time I'm just going to nail him in the right arm. Um, right. So right, uh, right foreleg. Right forelegs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, I let my. And that was. I'm going to do him for seven damage in the right foreleg. Okay. Okay. Um, and so we're back into initiative with Hunter Dunn having charged in and stabbed a bear once firmly in the body and then slashing across its right foreleg. Uh, initiative order, I do believe we have five. Kate, plus. Uh, there's Kate Kate is next. 13. Yeah. 13. Woo, super fast. Um. So I am going to say to Favar and Mortem, distract the bear. Um, and I'm going to try and position myself. I don't want to be within the range of the bear. Am I from there? Is that in range of the bear? Uh, you would be, yeah, because he's got 10 foot reach. Okay, I won't go that <laughs> close then. Um, I'm basically I'm waiting for my opportunity to heal Hunter, um, but it's it's touch, so... No, but the, the, um, bear, the bear's already used this reaction, so we can't do it again. Oh, uh, okay, okay. In that case, um, yeah, I'll go up and I will cast uh, Spiritual Healing, which I have no, no time to explain that, that right now. Um, <laughs> so, that is a D8 plus, oh my gosh, what is my spellcasting modifier? Plus three. Four. Four. Yes, no. Plus proficiency? Uh, no, yes. just, your, just your mod. No, no. Okay, so then plus three. Um, so that's 11 hit points, and I'm going to move back away from the bear again. It's going straight to the head, thank you. I think, I think you needed that. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, next up, uh, Morum on six. I'm going to, as I'm running up, I'm going to say, Take the take the right, and I'm going to go to the left, all the way around to the left, and I am going to swing my axe at him. Swing away, sir. <laughs> um, 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 I should remember what I'm at. Uh, twenty-one. Oh, that would be it. <laughs> this bear's going to get smashed up. I'm gonna hit him straight in the rear um left. You, you, you can only hit it yep. on the right. So yeah. Right, right, I'm gonna right. hit it on the right now. Back here. Uh um, um, um. 
uh, for 15. Ouch. <laughs> and I'm going to just stand there and growl in it. <laughs> I mean, like, really angrily. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Savar. Cool. Um, sweet. All right, I'm gonna, as you said, uh, go to the right. So I'm here now. Okay. And he's already used his reaction, so I'm not gonna bother with engaging. <laughs> I'm just going to hit it with the spear I've been given. Hopefully. <laughs> mm, I need to read it. Right. Ooh, Natural one. Ball. Three fumble tables. Roll an order D20, please. Oh, oh why on the first attack? <laughs> Ten. Ten. Ooh. Uh, make a dexterity check, please. Thirteen. Okie dokie. Uh, can you roll a d6? Um, one to three, Morton. Four to six. Uh, Hunter. Oh, and I'm 10 feet away. Why are you going to hit me? Three. Three, so that'd be Morton. Roll to hit. It's a spear. <laughs> Roll to hit. It's got a 10 foot reach. Uh, it's 26. <laughs> Eight damage. No, no, Roll to, to hit. Roll to hit. Oh. In the attempt to try and stab your stab your opponent, you let go of your spear and it's flown off in a random direction. And that would be Nothing. No. So that you missed by a mile. So, so the, the spear whizzes past Mortem and lands in the darkness. So you've lost your spear. Cool. Uh, bonus bear. action to attack with my claws. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one. Uh, no problem. So. I can never have that first. <laughs> yeah, having thrown away your spear, you just get out the That's cool right. and rip into it. Roll damage. Uh, six damage. Two. Uh, just looking for the body. Okay. Hey, bears go. Um, it's going to split its attacks. Uh, one between. Hunter, uh, Morton, and Tavar. So, Morton, Morton first. Uh, so, it kind of rears up on its back legs, doesn't go anywhere, slashes out with its claw, uh, hitting Morton in the. Did he roll to hit me with? Uh, 23. Oh, that's going to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> hitting, hitting Morton in the body for. Uh, 18 points of damage. Uh, AC 11, which will miss Hunter. 
and AC22, which will hit. I was going to say, can I parry, but fine. <laughs> okay, right, you can roll to parry. 22 is your target. 17. Okay, so, yep, yeah, still hit you. Hit you in the. Uh, so. In the uh, left leg. Mm -hmm. For 17 points of damage. Cool, my leg is broken. <laughs> so it kind of rips, almost rips your quadricep uh, off your off your um, off your thigh um, as its claws and talons rip through your leg. I'm screaming. <laughs> okay, uh, and we're into initiative. Ooh, slightly faster there. I really hope you guys Ooh. don't need healing in the first half of this. Too late. Cool. So, and that's your 20 for Thavar. 23, you'd be going Yay. first. So, 20 plus Hunter and Thavar. So, Thavar is first. Um, I'm gonna try and disengage. <laughs> okay. And so as a bonus action, uh, you can disengage. Disengage. And how big is this hole in the in the thorns? Uh, it's uh, it's wide enough for you to get through. It's about five feet. So the bear is barreled its way through. Cool. I'm gonna try and drag myself over that way. So, so you've got half movement. Three. So there. Okay. So as you get in, um, you so you can just about make out a. Um, inner humanoid figure uh, behind the brambles and inside the what is a small hollow in the the stones. Um, I didn't bring anything with me, <laughs> so uh, I think what I might try to do is use some of uh, my clothes to try and straighten my leg as my action. Okay. So yeah, you, you you didn't bother to bring your your healing kits or anything like that with you then. No, <laughs> didn't All say right. anything like that. So. Super. I, I would have said so, but I didn't. I forgot. Right. I forgot. Um, so twenty one hunter. Cool. Um, I'll use precision uh, and aim for its kind of right front paunch where I hit it last time. Um, okay. If I want to. Yeah. If I want to use a manoeuvre, do I need to say that now or after? Uh, no, no, you would say if you want to use a manoeuvre, you can uh, you say, say so before you roll, obviously. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, in which case, I'll use distracting strike on it, uh, and hopefully this will do something. Um, 15. Uh, is a miss. Oh, great. Great. Oh, it's pretty thick. Waste of, <laughs> yeah. Waste of my bonus action and manoeuvre. Um, uh, yeah, okay, well, yeah, true. Um, I can't and carry I said, that over there, can I? Uh, well, the, the mover, you can attempt it again. Um, and it, no, uh, distract, distraction strike, uh, gives you, uh, read it out. What's D8. It gives me a, it gives me a D8. Um, so uh distracting strike uh when you hit a creature with a weapon attack you can expand one mastery die to distract the creature giving your allies the opening you have the mastery die to tax damage roll the next attack roll against that target bad attacker other than mine has plus four advantage 
Oh, it's fine. You've missed, so you you've not used that mastery dice yet. Yeah. Well, I'll hopefully get a chance to use it on my second attack. Um, right. Cool. In which case, twenty. Twenty is a hit, and that is going to hit it in the left leg, left back. Yep, because uh, you're on a right, you'll only get to his right rear leg, which is one that Morton's already hit. Fine by yeah. me. So um, 14 total. Ouch. As you um, slash in deeply into it, um, does it give you D8 to his, your damage? Or does it give yeah. you Um. Yeah, you add the mastery die to the tax damage roll. Okay. So yeah, oh, that hurt. So I yeah, just yeah, slice into it. Yeah. And whoever attacks it now, like next, you get plus four. Yep. Yeah. So uh, whoever attacks the bear next gets plus four advantage to their attack roll. So yeah, that hurt. As you slice um, deep into its uh, rear right, uh, yeah, rear right leg. Um, big spout of blood and the, the leg kind of goes limp underneath it. Um, much like the bear that uh, Musa fought uh, with Gerald and Collins before they died. Um, uh, the bear now has a wounded leg. So that's 20 plus, 15 plus, 10 plus, 14, 12. So 14 is first. I will attempt to hit it. Roll ahead, get plus four. I should be able to with uh, with being able to add nine in total. That hit fifteen. No, nope. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I'm going to um, a attempt to move back. Okay. Let me select my character. <laughs> yeah. I attempt to take a step back. All right, that's fine. Um, Bear's got a wounded leg, so you can't, can't make a tactical opportunity. Seeming it hasn't attacked me now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take one more step this way. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so twelve, the bear. Um, oh, now, sorry, Hunter. <laughs> now, and seeing as everybody ran off to leave there alone with the bear, the bear's going to go full bore on Hunter. I can't um, take any of those hits that it would have hit out. At. I would have died. Die on my turn. So AC yeah. 17, AC 19, died. and AC 21. You roll so uh, yeah, the 21 hits. <laughs> So the 21 hits, uh, does the 17 hit? No, so I, cause I've got the, because I'm wearing the breastplate, and then Which I've got my shield four. as well. Uh, okay. I, I've okay. got my shield as well, so that, that's funny, isn't it? Okay, so yeah, yeah. AC 21, uh, so just one hit. Um, do, do, do. I didn't roll particularly well, mate. Um, it's just a big that's angry infernal bear. <laughs> um, but it did hit you once in Z, get the right dice. Uh, hit you in the right leg, doing 16 points of damage. Just that, and that was a bad roll, was it? Yeah. 
Yes, and no, no, there's a medium roll, on, medium, medium roll on the damage. It was not particularly medium good. Roll roll, right. That's all right. That's all right. I can take that. And it will use its bonus action to fly into a range. Oh, great. literally fly then. It's an angry bear. Bears can do that. It's an angry bear. So, the bear, I believe, the bear, I believe, was last. So, initiative. Oh, no, I'm last. No, Kader's not gone yet. Hello. This is why I've not moved on after anyone. Um, Just because so she's short. Steam <laughs> over the snow. Um, how badly beat up does Hunter and Morton look? Fubar? I'm too. I'm not too bad. I, okay. My my. I I'm not looking as great as I was. Okay, but like, can, are you okay for for a second, or do you are you like bleeding profusely? Um, I could take another um, round. I think. I can possibly take one hit if it's unlucky. Okay. So I'm guessing you're you're really not looking great. So no. I I will do some spirit healing. I'll come back over and do some spirit healing. Um so I'll roll that one for you. Take a whole no, if I actually write that correct. Go ahead of myself. Take a whole five healing points. Um and then I am gonna run with like a wide berth around the bear, and I'm just gonna shout, "Move it away, so I can get to the boy." And that is all I can do in that round. Okay. Uh, initiative. Kim Morton is not doing very well in this. Reaction times. It's awful. Oh, my rolls are so low today. 20 plus. 20. 20. 21. Bear. Again, uh. not, having, not having too many options and being particularly angry, it's just going to un unload on uh, Hunter. Uh, AC 20, AC 14, yeah. and a crit. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that is. Um, yeah, my AC 20, so I guess. Yeah. So we'll do with the AC 20 first, because that was the first attack roll. Um, and he hit you. Maybe uh, he hit you in his right arm uh, with its right with its left claw, we'll say, which is more convenient for 11 points of damage. It then yeah. lunged forward trying to bite you and missed, and it swung out with its right claw, um, slashing you. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, dear. Nick's not going to be joining us ever again. Oh, no. That might be the DM saying, oh, shit, right? That might be no, no, that's oh, shit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's another natural 20. We'll miss oh. you! Is that just we'll my head's, <laughs> head's just got right. flying off into the... Uh... <laughs> well, not, not flying off. So, right, uh, this is what happens. It slashed you across the right arm and it hit you with such force 
uh, in the head. It kind of crushed one side of your skull. Um, and you see Hunter go limp and collapse to the floor. Fun. It's been great. Fun time. Cheers, guys. <laughs> it's nice knowing you. <sighs> okay, 20. <laughs> uh, no, no, Bear's right. Actually, Bear's got some movement. Sorry, I forgot about that. Um, having seen something go down. Uh, no, it's just going to be Bear-like and kind of jump on the limp form and start ripping into it. So, um, <laughs> be interesting. So uh, we say, is it in the same square as yeah, it's Hunter not moved. Yeah, it's not moved yet. It's kind of jumped onto Hunter. And he's bouncing up and down and ripping and tearing into him. Cool, cool. Sorry about that, Nick. <laughs> Welcome to the world of FOA, folks. It's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> right, so my turn. Uh, this, this person who's in the hole, or hollow or whatever, are they conscious? Um, you can't particularly tell. It's dark, and you don't have dark vision. I'm holding a torch still. <laughs> yeah, you can see light. Um, it's just lying inert amongst the, the rocks and the thorns. Cool. Um, I'm going to... Uh, was I able to suffer my bleeding last time, by the way? Um, you're not bleeding. You're not bleeding. Okay, it's it's just, your limb's just inactive. You've not suffered a bleeding wound okay. or anything. Okay. Uh, so I would go over to them and see uh, your father hunter sent us sent us we're, we're trying to help and then i'm gonna go over to them and you, uh, you check can't, to see your right, from, from where you are you, you you're gonna find it difficult to get in because of all the thorns and everything. it's not like a an open hollow the kid you can see that he's now a, a young ardorian um and he appears to have kind of clawed and crawled through the brambles and into a, a hollow um, it's not easily accessible. That's probably why the bear hadn't got to him because he'd got somewhere that the bear couldn't go. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that to him. Uh, uh, no response. But the body, but the body does move. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. Um, I did bring my quarter staff. I'm going to try and move some of the thorns to try and get towards him. Okay. So you can spend a round whacking at the the, the thorns, trying to to move them away. Yeah. Um, and, mm -hmm. and clear a path to be able to get to him. Okay. Um, so 15 plus. 10 plus. 5 plus. 13. I'm at 13. Yeah. 13. So, um, I'm going to have some fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shout at Kato and go, get to the child, and I'm going to run towards the bear. He will wipe out at you in Can anger. he still take reactions with his leg? Oh, no, he can't. So, yeah, he's done. He's got a bad leg. There's <laughs> a reason why I did it. Uh, 15, <laughs> not going to hit him. I'm going to no, scream and shout at him. Uh, actually, uh, actually, actually, 15 now does hit. His armor class was uh, is reduced because he's denied his dexterity dice. Awesome. I will hit him then. For 11. 
to the body. Uh, and I'm going to shout and scream at it at the top of my voice. And I'm going to move 10, 15, uh, 15, uh, 20 feet away from it. Uh, still <laughs> screaming at it, challenging it. Okay, fair enough. Kada. Um, Hunter is now the priority a little bit. Is he... <laughs> Like his skull totally caved in. Like totally uh, yeah, one, one side, one side of his head is is mush. Um, and so he's definitely bear, dead. The bear, the bear, the one one ton worth of, worth of bear has kind of been bouncing up and down on him for mm. six seconds, and it's, it's his arms. It's just <laughs> <You know? Okay. laughs> he doesn't appear so to I... be in the land of the living at the moment. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm a level one, and I do not know how to resurrect people. So yeah, explain that to his wife. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, get into this bit, run over, and can I see the boy with the infravision? Yeah, you can just about make out. Um, it's uh, certainly next to um, Thavar, who's glowing quite brightly in your infravision. Um, mm. He's alive, but he's not giving off a great deal of heat, so he's obviously been exposed and cold. Okay. Um, okay. I've also whacked away as much of the thorns as I possibly yeah, could. Uh, Thabar is currently whacking away at the. Okay. Um, am I able to get through there a little bit easier being smaller or no? It's easy to get through. Thabar got through uh, unmolested by the thorns because a very large bear ripped his way through. As in, like, the centre bit, I mean. I mean, to the centre bit. Uh, no, you, you, you'll have to wait for a Thabar to get out of the way and finish smashing through. So you can see okay. him, um, and he appears to be alive, but you can't quite get to him. Okay. Um, Favar, can you heal him, um, is what I'm going to say. I know she can't respond right now. Um, and while waiting for a response, I'm going to shoot a spiritual flame at the bear. Okie dokie, yep, you can see him. Uh, dex check. Uh, okay. Uh, that will be a two. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna, yeah, roll a hit. Oh, god damn it! I just rolled a five, so... That's five damage, that's five damage, where? Does it hit? Uh, no, no, a dex check. He, he, he has to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, it's okay, okay. Damage wise. Uh, you... uh, never mind that roll that I just. Yeah. Just, and, um, I believe that's a D8. Let me just double check. Yes. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Yes. So. Not a D78. That is not, not what I want. 10, Ten damage. damage. Uh, where? Um, and that will be to. The uh, head. Oh. Ten, nice. damage. And it's magic. Ten damage to the noggin. So I light his head on fire with <laughs> spiritual flames. Just mm -hmm. uh, no, that's spiritual damage, isn't it? It's radiance. This one, I believe. Is it radiant? It should be spiritual damage because you are a shaman of sorts. It says radiant damage on okay. this bit. Okay, um, that's a typo that I, I'll have to fix because you're a shaman. Probably spiritual damage then. I did think yeah. it was a little bit weird that it was radiant when yeah. this is literally no. dark energy, but you know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's spiritual damage, just drawn from a different source. 
So uh, okay. that would that would double it because this infernal bear is vulnerable to spiritual damage. Um, it's nice. I enjoy that. So he takes twenty points of damage to the head. Um, ah. So you see the spiritual this Kato summons up this dark note of spiritual well this spiritual energy that she hurls at the bear and kind of explodes around his head. It roars crazily and silently and collapses in a heap on top of Hunter. Oh, no. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> so he's... Nick, we're so sorry. And the bear goes limp and inert. Not only did Hunter die, but he just buried him under a ton of bear. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you for your hospitality, though. Okay, and we are... <laughs> And we are out of initiative because there are there are there are currently no more threats on the map. Deal, deal with the child, and I'm going to go straight over to the bear. You head over to the, the bear. bear, and Morton, what's your perception skill or perception ability? Sorry, um, my perception. <laughs> let me just get out. Uh, perception. Three. Okay. Um, you don't notice anything untoward, um, though. Apart from Hunter's got one side of his head caved in, and his brains are oozing out of one uh, out, out of the uh, gaping hole that used to be um, his cranium, so to speak. Um, he's dead. Um, but you don't notice anything <laughs> untowards about the bear, apart from it's now dead. It just looks like a normal bear. Right? I'm going to try and drag mm -hmm. it off him. Okay, you'll definitely be having to making a strength check for that one. Because <laughs> that's one that's ton of bear. <laughs> oh, God. Twenty-three. Okay. You can't rather than it being pure strength, you, you use a little bit of noggin as well and you kind of dig into the snow to try and <laughs> excavate uh, a little it. area and kind of roll the bear to one side and then pull hunter. Um, out of the gap. Uh, yeah, you've got Hunter's uh, body. I'm going to move him to the side and I am going to start to skin the bear. Okay, uh, what's your survival again? Three? <laughs> My survival, one. Uh, okay. I need to make a check. Right, right. <laughs> no, you, you, so you're attempting to skin your bear with a battle axe. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, I'll take the short sword out. It'll be easier with the short sword. I know that much. So okay, I'll take so the short sword from his belt. <laughs> He's not going to need it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. So yeah, um, you, you take one of Hunter's uh, short swords and you start carving into the bear. Um, you're kind of taking out large chunks of meat and stuff with it. I'll, I'll let you get on with that. Whilst we get on with uh, Thavar and Kada. Uh, Thavar, eventually, you smash your way through um, the. Uh, the thorns and make a clearing for Kada. Unless you're going to go in I yourself. Step back and let her get on. I'll crawl into the little hollow and um, does the can I see the kid? Like, yep, you can see him. Um, he's got a large, like, uh, bear sized claw right mark across um, his back and lower right, right hip. Um, so it looks like whilst running away, the, the bear managed 
to slice him or, or at least get a blow in. Um, and he managed to at least either outpace the bear or get this far before crawling into uh, what is a little hollow that you now see him in uh, before passing out. He's conscious. Okay. He's alive. He's breathing. Um, okay. He's cold. And obviously, he, he certainly may have appeared to have lost a, a reasonable amount of blood. Okay. Um, I'm just going to uh, hold him out to him and be like, can I heal that for you? Uh, uh, with he's magic? unconscious. He's totally unconscious. Oh, he's unconscious. Oh, he's unconscious. Sorry. In that case, I'm just going to straight up heal him with spiritual healing. Um, okay. So I always forget to type roll every single time. <laughs> so that'll give him eight um, hit points. And I'll also uh, take my poncho off and put it on him. As you channel, as you channel the spiritual energy into him, he kind of um, is using through your own vision. You can see that his body warms to the the influx of energy, uh, but he doesn't come round. Uh, he's just stable. He's just a cold. That's okay. Um, I yeah, I'm going to put my puncher on him, and I'm going to try and shuffle him out of this hollow. Yeah, you you, you can get mate. That's, that's fine. Um, okay. He's alive. Um, his wounds kind of sealed up a little bit. The bleeding stopped thanks to your um, your healing touch, um, and he's alive. Um, yeah. So I, I'll take him out, and um, I'll sort of hold him as if to be like, Fava, maybe can you take him? He's unconscious. Um, uh, if you can help him onto my back, maybe. But I, my legs <laughs> broke. Ah, I, I, I cannot see. Why did none of us grab our backpacks? Because, oh <laughs> boy. Um, I, I can heal that. <laughs> um, yes, I, I will use the very last of my mana to power. fix your leg. Power, sorry, every time. The last of my power. Seven healing points. Eight points. Oh, I'm in the positive. <laughs> Ah, yes. Um, uh, I'm assuming it's still broken, though. Uh, no, no. Um, it wasn't a breaking wound. Oh, it was just enough damage to just render it in Oh, phew. You need an injury um, to break something. Okay. I have, Got it. I have no more power left. Um, and we need to get this boy home, but his brother is still out there. What about the dad? <laughs> He's you're dead. Just gonna, you're just gonna leave him? I feel so bad. He's such a guy. He's so guy. Right, I don't know which one is this, but I'm gonna put him on my back, like make sure his arms are over my shoulders. So I'm gonna be holding him. He's, he's, not, that, he's not that heavy. You can carry him in your arms. Yeah, I'm still having it on my back though. Okay, <laughs> just in case. Um, maybe you can take him ahead, and we can try and get Hunter um back to his family. Keep an eye out for the other boy. Vanna and Nina, I don't know which one this is. Maybe keep calling out for them? Vanna and Nina. Um, Lina. Of course. L-I-N-A. Lina. Oh, okay. Um, we'll, we'll keep searching for the other one, um, but we should get Hunter's body back as well. Hmm. I feel so bad. <laughs> And, and that, folks, is where we'll take our break. Um, 
whilst the party are trying <laughs> 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 to try and decide what to do. Right then, uh, just gonna we have shall, an existential crisis. We shall see you all. Um, I have to wait my mouse up. Uh, yeah, we shall see you all very shortly. Uh, in ten minutes, so uh, well, say fifteen minutes, so twenty past nine UK time. Um, see you soon. Cheerio. Bye. <laughs>
I know that he's beyond repair. I just kind of want to make him look less mauled to death before we get him back. So, to yeah, you, you, you can take some bandages or um, some cloth or something and wrap it around his head to try and um, make him a little bit more presentable. The best thing to do would yeah. probably be to um, hide the head entirely. Um, it's not pretty. Morton, do you have um, any extra? So did you have the poncho or something that we can cover him with? Like, I don't think his wife should, should see him like this. Um, no. Um, all my any... bed linen stuff is back in the house. I just want to let you know the, the tents that we made as extra layering, because um, I've already given mine to the child. Um, um, I turned mine into a kilt. Do you not want to see your... I'm probably I'm probably wearing mine, but um, I'm definitely well, sorry. I'm definitely wearing mine, but I don't want to get too cold. <laughs> but we do have the bear pout, so we can at least keep him covered and then warn her that it's not. A... Yeah, as long as we cover him, um, that's the the best thing we can do. I think. I shall wrap him in the bear pout. Yeah, make sure his head is covered, very specifically. Yes, I shall do what she's telling me to. Um, Should we all head back to the house and? I I will take his weapons off though, so it's easier, and put them all on, um, on my belt, and so there, it's easy. Everything and the shield to carry. Well, I can't carry the shield. I can't carry that much. Well, I can I can yeah. carry anything um, that's left over because obviously I won't be able to lift Hunter. Um, because I'm tiny, so I'll carry anything. So yeah, the, the, between the three of you, you can gather up hundreds of bits and pieces as well as um, whichever son you've uh, rescued. Hmm. Um, I'm guessing the other one um, safety, which I'm gathering he'll end up back home. I we hope. can check if he's back there, um, but if he's not, then we can drop their boy off and, and go straight after the other. Yeah. Shall we make our way back? I don't think she. Yes. Okay. Following, not knowing where you're going, but obviously you've ploughed a a decent trail through the mm. uh, the snow, uh, following Hunter's lead. Um, it takes you a little bit longer, so it takes you maybe a couple of hours. So we're just past midnight. Well, well certainly, or coming up towards midnight when you see the lights and. Uh, Hanging outside of uh, the front of Hunter's farm, which were, which uh, Musa and Cleanne uh, have put out for um, to be able to guide the everybody home. Let's head back then. Uh, see I'm gonna shout at Cillian, Musa. Uh, we. But it's Musa that, that eventually opens the door after a, a long, long pause because Hunter had given his wife specific instructions not to open the door to anyone apart from him. <laughs> so there was a bit of a debate that took place inside uh, to eventually Hunter um, Musa opens the door um, and he sees you all standing there. A, a look of shock on his face um, as he eventually steps back to allow you all to enter. Um, the young lad that you rescued still hasn't come around. Um, has the other son um, come back yet? Are you asking Musa? 
Yes. No, no, nobody, nobody's come back. <sighs> we need to go after him. Um, this boy is stable. He's just unconscious. Um, okay, so you're going inside? I'm waiting outside. Uh, I will wait outside, ready to dash off again. I'm going in to bring okay. the boy inside. This is on it, my back. Okay, and as you bring him in, um, Cleanne's inside. Um, she looks like you, and she calls out, Hunter! And uh, over to you, over um, to you now. Nick. <laughs> There's no response. There's no response. <laughs> There's no response to your cry of winter. Someone stood there, looking kind of hopefully at one of you guys. Chilled. I'm just um, going to look so... at her and shake my head. I'll, I'll bring the shield in and, and give it to her. It's covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> drenched. <laughs> drenched sort of... in it takes the shield um, and kind of half collapses back on the sort of sitting, you know, the pile of cushions behind her. Like, um, I'll hold out a hand and be like, he saved your son. And am I the son? We're going to look for him. We will be going after him. The son that was recovered is the, the youngest son, Vanna. Obviously, Cleanne okay. will recognise him. <laughs> um, I think if she takes him from him, she takes uh, takes Anna, um, and she's obviously looking completely distraught, but puts on a bit of a uh, a brave face and realizes that she needs to tend to her son, um, and then we'll ask, did you did you find? Did you find anything else? So, um, a bear that attacked. We we killed the bear, um, and we brought a hunter back. Um, but we don't know where you're up. Fishing gear. There's no sign of Lena. We've seen some tracks. Um, we'll we'll go back and see if we can follow them. Thank you gonna set the fishing rod down next to where she's put uh Anna. I'm gonna go out and get my backpack from the barn. Kada <laughs> where am I yeah. putting him? Um oh, uh. We we brought a hunter back, but it's not it's not pretty. Thank you for thank you for bringing him back. Um, can you bring him inside in the wall, please? I'm gonna uh, call out uh, Morton. She wants him in here. Okay, I'm um, gonna take him out of the bloody disgusting bear skin. Don't 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 do that. Um, cover him. Grab, grab, grab a cloth. Uh, I'll probably grab, if we've already changed some of the prison clothes and just drape it over his 
upper torso and over his head. And then I'm going to carry him in. Okay. Where are you going to put him? Um, where where do we put him? Just pointing to some cushions, uh, sort of just on the floor by the fire, um, and then move her son onto the sort of kitchen table or work surface. Um, I have him lying down there. I put him on, uh, lay him down, and then cross his arms across his chest, and then leave him there. Yeah, I think she almost, she's in shock massively at this point. Um, so she sort of looks at him, but, you know, it's almost like looking through the body, like it's, it's there, but she's not really seeing it. Um, and she does that. She sort of looks a bit um, glazed for maybe five, six seconds. And then she sort of, uh, the look on her face changes and she goes uh, to start boiling up some cloth and stuff like that to look after her son um, with like a sort of determination, like a like a sort of denial. I'm just going to focus on what I have to um, do. I bow my head to and go, it will help put him to rest t- tomorrow. In, in the meantime, I'm sorry for asking this of you, but just just in case, might I borrow his shield? Yeah. Please, any, anything anything you need to to get my other son back. And she almost like sort of like thrusts the shield at you. Um, I take it. I'm not. Yeah. I yeah. immediately, as soon as she's given it to me, I just say, thank you. And I head straight out the door. Um, remember your backpack, Ava. I'd already picked it up, but yeah, backpack. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Mortem as Go well. <laughs> uh, you may need to heal with your with your silver bum if you have any left. Um, she overhears just as you're about to leave, and um, so please, um, I have some some provisions. It's it's not much, but there's one less of us to worry about now. Um, and she has, uh, she give you a, a herbal balm and one healing potion. Thank you. Um, we're so sorry about your husband. He was a, a brilliant man. He, he was very kind. He died looking after his sons. I'd be sure to continue fighting you. We have to go. Yes, thank you. I'm going to tie my uh, blanket around like a cape so that I can still use my arms, but Mm. extra layers. Um, It's a good idea. I think I'll do that too. And then as we're going, I'll just be looking out for any tracks. um, I'll have a torch out again. So you're leaving the the farmstead? Yes. I am. as you as you you start heading off, you hear crunching uh, uh, crunching of snow, off in an easterly direction. Lena, <laughs> yes, I, I run it, and double dash. So you run off and you, you see um, um, a, a 
a teenage, so to speak, middle teen, um, uh, Ardorian, uh, much like his parents, um, red skin, but he's got um, like a, a shock of like yellowish hair as opposed to, to white, it's kind of blondish hair. Um, and he's, he's shaking, freezing, and even though he's got warm clothes and stuff on, so you can see the perspiration and sweat has turned to like a, a like a frozen sheen that causes his forehead to glisten as he stumbles um, in the direction of the fire. I pick him up. And coll- carry him. Collapse, collapses about five feet in front of me. I pick him up. I will you- take my blanket off and sort of back. wrap it around him in Morton's arms. No, I will do the same thing. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll come back. We found him! I'm going to be shouting at the door. Music goes, well, that was quick. At that point, <laughs> uh, Brian's going to just run out and um, run out with a, a blanket or something and just wrap him <laughs> in it and try and take him off whoever has him to, to bring him inside. As you see, like, you know, Morton's carrying him. He's already wrapped in a blanket. Um, he's alive, but he's just he's freezing to the touch like he's been exposed all night long Are heating up some water um is there i don't know what the setup is in the house if there's like yeah a pot so yeah there's i think there's there'd, there'd be a pot boiling away on the, on the sort of stove on the fireplace um yeah so she'll probably lay him next to the brother um and start sort of putting blankets on him and wiping his forehead with a, a warm cloth um and maybe ask um please could could one of you cover cover hunter please um i don't want him to see it when he wakes up i have anything else to cover because it's on uh vena oh there's other blankets and stuff sort of strewn around the house so. yeah i would have I would find one and just cover him up. And then I'm going to head back outside again and use the snow to wipe off the shield. Try and clean it as best as I can. I'm getting some more hot cloths ready and getting some water that's like not boiling hot, but like just warm water for each of the boys to drink. So if we can like try and something the water. Would a healing kit, would, these, would this be the right instance to use a healing kit or is it not really? Um, right, Van, <laughs> um, Van, Vanna's bear wound, uh, the claw wound you receive from the bear looks quite putrid already, um, even though um, Kato's uh, used some kind of divine energy to help seal the wound. Um, he's feverish. Um, you don't know whether it's from the wound um, or just being exposed that threat there for however long. You still have no idea how long ago the boys were potentially attacked by the bear. Um, and um, Lena just appears can uh, just appears to be um, no, yeah. You captured Vanna, which was the younger one. Yeah, Lena, the older one, um, just appears to be suffering from exposure. So just warming him up a little bit uh, yeah. will, will eventually he'll come around. It might be worth trying to clean the the wound on um, Verna. 
as, as you do that show, I think she picks out, she has a, um, so from one of the cupboards, she sort of uh, reaches in and she brings out a, a gland potion, which hmm. I guess would be the best thing to cure any infection. And yep. however one would do that, if you drink it or just rub it into the wound. Uh, it, it, it'll have to be mixed into um, a drink or a broth or something. Um, but yeah, if you, you can clean the wound out um, physically. Um, as Kader said, with a little bit of alcohol, um, obviously there's some, some moonshine or some whiskey or brandy or something that um, Hunter would have had in the house. Um, and then you can clean the wound out uh, between all of you. I'm not going to ask anyone to make a check to put a poultice or whatever and bind the wound um, um and then eventually after maybe 20 30 minutes in the warm uh the boys start to come around um during that time i'd be out collecting more wood from the wood store i guess to yeah the, keep... there's, a, there's, there's wood wood pile like back so there's, yeah, i'll go and there's... collect some more for the keep the fire and so that we don't have to keep traipsing outside Amber, I've got hot uh, water uh, in cups if they're already about ready for them to. Yeah, so they they, they come through. Like I said, you had some stew and some broth earlier, um, which you can you can drop the patient in and feed the boys. Um, so yeah, um, Lena's uh, Lena's the first one to come through. Come, come, come to. Sorry. Okay. So he, as he sort of comes to, and he sort of gets everything into focus um, a little bit. She, he, he'd look over and see his brother um, on the table, I think, and kind of struggle to his feet and uh, ask his mother, "Is is is he okay?" Oh yeah, I've got to speak to myself, haven't I? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'll play the. I'll play the boys because I'm the one that actually knows what happened. Yes, yeah. <laughs> in which case, yeah. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, um, as uh, was just described, Lena crawls over to Vanna and looks up at Claire. Mama, is is he okay? Fine. Um, keep keep warm by the fire. I'll, I'll bring you some broth. Just stay there. These people rescued okay. you. He looks around at all the, the strange faces and he looks at, over at the table. Papa! And he rushes <laughs> over the table and kind of drapes himself over, over over the body, sobbing and like rolling down down his cheeks and pooling on on his father's now inner chest. I'm gonna kneel next to him and um, just place my hand on his shoulder. He's, he doesn't really notice you. He's just inconsolable at the moment. No, um, and, whilst, and whilst Lena's crying over his father, um, Vanna comes around. And obviously, they're cradled in his mother's arms, and having just had his wounds and stuff attended by all of you. So as he comes around, she's going to make do her best to sort of move his face so he's not 
he's facing the other directions where his his father's mm -hmm. body is um and just sort of say like you know you're safe now you're safe now and just keep kind of wiping his forehead and my, 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 where, where's lena he 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 ran the bear off don't where is he, is he okay lena's here he's fine just just cold and, and then I'll, I'll call over. I'll go. Lena, can you um, come and talk to your brother, please? And, and Lena comes over. Try and I'll do a sort of shake of my head to sort of uh, hopefully portray. Don't mention. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. How, Lena, how yeah, he's, he's, he's he's got enough wits about him at the moment to next that, and he just kneels down next to to Banner and puts his arms around him. I'm glad you're okay, little one. I, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're glad, glad you're safe. And as he's doing that, I, gonna... I can point to the the body and sort of say, "Can you guys need a point to move it out outside?" I take it outside. I make sure I stand in the way so they don't see it. Mm -hmm. I'll just try and clean up any blood that there is. Yep, uh, that, that man, he's been bleeding out for two hours. There's not much blood left. But you know, well, also bear <laughs> yeah. blood from the thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, there, there's a bit of blood on the table, but yeah, so there's not much much blood left in, um, certainly having two hours out in that type of temperature, not much blood left in poor old Hunter. <laughs> I'm going to see if there's anywhere nice outside that I can, that would be a good place to bury him. Um, just right in the snow, as you say, it's just a snowy landscape. And obviously, the, the crunch grain, but uh, they've they've worked around. But the barn's about the only other edifice, unless you want to stick him in a chicken coop. I'm not sticking him in a chicken coop, they'll eat him alive. Then the barn it is. Well, I go into the barn. <laughs> and is there like a haystack? Yeah, like I said, that, there's some tables and stuff where he's obviously he does his work and his work tables and stuff in the barn. I'll place him on one of those and find some some um, fabric or something that he's probably got in there. Big piece of fabric and cover him. Okay, so whilst Moose is, I uh, make sure whilst Morton's doing that, um, what are Kada and Thawa are doing? You've got a family of our, a, a grieving family of Ardorians yeah. sniffling and crying in front of the fire. Um, Having situation, <laughs> the, 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 the story that you eventually get get from Vanna and Lena is um, they were out fishing and the bear chart came literally out of nowhere. They weren't aware it was there because they were down on the ice. Um, Vanna was struck by the bear and um lena managed to drag him to safety before uh, running off and trying to dra uh, draw the bear's attention uh, but after running so far the bear eventually gave up chase um and seemingly by as you can tell returned back to the wounded quarry which is where you encounter the bear having having been clean the table i'm gonna heat up some broth and put some bowls of broth on the table mm -hmm. for them um, and whatever 
bread and stuff there is. Yeah. Like Kata, um, Kata takes over mum duties. Uh, She's I, kind of preoccupied at the end. I'm probably going to make sure we've got some bandages properly sterilised and some hot water for any replacements mm -hmm. that might need to happen later. Okay, fair enough. Um, otherwise, keeping out of the way, just letting them be, but making a note that a bear just randomly attacks some people. Um, if Clean maybe passes one of you the, you know, like the, the sort of warm sponge she's been using, and um, she'll motion to she'll, she'll motion to Lena to sort of go outside and, and talk to him quickly. Um, I'll, I'll take over that. So, There's a bunch of uh, warm cloths for you, have I, that were already done for the boys. Yeah, I'll keep doing so, that. So, um, Cleanne wanted a talk with Lena? Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah, um, she heads out, he heads out the back door, uh, the privacy of the back porch. Um, and then Lena follows. Yes, Mama? Your, your brother needs to to know what happened. Um, but well, well, what, what did happen? Your father died protecting him. He found the bear. Looks and solemn and, and obviously still quite distraught. He he died a hero. He died saving He's, your brother's life. His chest kind of swells up a little bit with with a sense of pride and um, kind of a renewed strength. I'm I'm worried that if your brother finds out, he'll blame himself, and there's nothing he could have done. There's nothing any of you could have done. I understand, Mama. We owe your brother the truth, but please make sure he knows there's nothing else he could have done. And that your father and these strangers. He's just constantly nodding. Yes, Mama. Okay. I'll tell him, but please can you be by his side when I do? And he just leans in and gives her a big hug. And just... They stand there sobbing for a little while on the back porch. And then, uh, yeah, so I guess sort of after they, they kind of hug it out and console each other a little bit, they, uh, she sort of, uh, Cleanne sort of steals herself and kind of, again, a, another look of determination goes in her face and she, she walks in. Mm -hmm. While all that was happening, I suspect, if, how old is Vanna? Uh, it, yeah, early teens. Oh, sorry. Early teens. Okay. So I'm just wondering, like, he might be, have been asking me some questions, so I will probably have distracted him with some stories about a few schools that I got. <laughs> okay, so you're just telling, you're just telling tall tales, just trying to keep him distracted and away from the thought of, like, where's Papa, which is the only question yeah. he keeps asking. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, then Cleanne and Cleanne and uh, Lena come back in. Um, as uh, you come back in, I think uh, Cleanne's going to say, uh, "Could you give us a minute, please?" Absolutely. Move away. Okay, so it's just Cleanne and Lena and Vanna in 
in the tavern, uh, well, in the tavern, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> in the cottage. It's getting on. Screw it. We're off to the pub. Drink right. away. Drink away. That's all right. This goes for a drink. Yeah. So, right, yeah, so it's just Cleanne, uh, Lena, and Vanna in the, um, in the cottage. So, Cleanne's uh, going to reach out and take Vanna's hand, and with her other hand, she'll, she'll lean his hand, and she'll mm -hmm. say, um, Vanna, your father, your father died. Um, he died out rescuing you, rescuing you and your brother. He died. He died a hero. Your father and these strangers. They did everything they could. Tears start welling up in his eyes, obviously being a, a teenage boy. Um, just he starts to break down and, and sob and Lena kind of leans in and puts an arm around him and consoles him a little bit further and, and suddenly after a short period of time that the, the inconsolable sobbing starts to, to fade away a little bit. And then um, I think she'll leave the boys together and kind of open the door and say, hey, please, please come back in. I'm assuming Morton's joined us again after he's gone to the barn. <laughs> uh, yeah, after I did a bit of praying. Okay. As Who we, are you? Any, any, any particular deity or entity that you were praying to? Uh, no, just that it'd find rest in death. Other than that, no. No one in particular. Okay. So we, um, come back in, I'll gesture to the, the bowls on the table and just say, um, your boys should, should eat. So should you, um, help yourself to anything in the house? And I think she'll turn to Morton and go, where, where did you put my husband? He's in the barn. Thank you. Do you mind looking after the boys? Of course. And I think she'll, she'll head out to go and sort of uh, pay her respects. I'll probably help try and feed the boys or convince them to eat, should I say. The boys, boys have no problem. No, no, no. Uh, their grief and everything takes over. There's one, one eternal thing that will never be sati uh, satiated, and that is a teenager's hunger. Um, <laughs> eventually, they they take the broth and they start digging in and feel a little bit warmer from it. Uh, I'll probably uh, serve up some bowls for everyone else in the house as well, mm -hmm. if they aren't already. We'll keep an eye on the fire and make sure it's as, as strong as it can be. That Obviously. is going to be a nice scar. <laughs> it's a good battle wound we've got there. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, obviously the, the tension and the mood in the, the household is very sombre. Um, don't know if you guys want to spend the entire evening there or get the, the Aram family there. 
there's space. I'm um, going to leave up as soon as she gets back. And to go yeah, once the, the mother's back, we'll probably give her the space. Yeah. Um, uh, I think Hunter offered us the barn to sleep in, so that could be fun. Mason volunteers to, to sit, sit watch outside the, the household um, over the evening. Um, you, oh, guys retreat, you guys retreat to the barn. I'm guessing there's a hay loft. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of hay bales and stuff like that. And it placed, obviously, inside the barn, there's no snow or anything. The ground's still cold, but you can chuck a few bells together. And because the family's got horses um, for their carts and stuff. Um, so they've got a bit of hay around, so you can settle down in the hay. Um, probably the softest thing you've slept on for quite a few months. I uh, probably would have told you, uh, sir. <laughs> I would have told Musa on the way, like, feel free to wake me for the next watch. Okay. It's, he, he appears to be very well, somber, not quite himself. And I'll pat him lightly on the shoulder so I don't barrel him over by accident. Okay. Head off and join everyone. So. The three of you are in the barn on your barn on your own. Um, um that was eventful. Eventful. Does anyone want to take a watch after me? Um, yeah. And before you get to your conversation, can I have a Constitution saving throw, please, Barbara? Ooh. Okay. Uh, and one from you as well, uh, Morton. Saving throw, did you say? That one. Natural one. <laughs> Not your night tower. <laughs> no, I've got all the natural ones. 13. 13. Okay. Right, carry on. I will take the very <laughs> right. um, the early morning watch for um, before dawn. Um, I think before settling on the hay, I probably would have realised that I need a blanket, and I would have gone back to the bar, the house, and knocked on the door sheepishly, and gone, uh, "I don't actually have any proper sleeping equipment." Sorry. Leanne. <laughs> Nick, you're muted. You're all mute. That, that complete, I don't even know how to do that. That explains why nobody heard anything I was saying earlier on as well. <laughs> I, was, I was saying earlier on, uh, after, before I muted, well, when I muted myself, I was, I was saying, I think um, Cleanne would have requested that maybe somebody help bring her husband's body back into her house so they could spend one last night oh. in the house with oh. his family. Okay, okay. <laughs> if we could go back okay, and <laughs> Would have done that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you see that that's happened, as, as I answer the door again, um, and I, he, he asked for a blanket, I'll, I'll provide you a blanket and says, "Is there anything else you need?" Um. Uh, how's my leg doing, Ian? Uh, seems fine. Obviously, uh, it's a bit purplish, but you know, you cleaned it out and you you cleaned it out. And, you, you said you said you were cleaning it out earlier when when you were wrapping the yeah yeah 
Sorry, yeah, your, your wounds. Pair's fine. Um, I wouldn't mind one of the bandages that I prepared. I just want to make sure I've rebandaged my wound. And she'll, she'll hand you that, um, and maybe like along with sort of some remnants of food that you have. She has. Thank you. So, armed with bandages and um, warm food and everything, um, the three of you find yourself in the in the barn, out of the wind and the cold. Um, on my on the last shift before daybreak, on my shift, I'm going to make sure I'm cleaning my wounds mm-hmm. on my chest. I'm kind of okay. doing it at the time no one else is see, able to see me. Mm-hmm. So I don't want everyone to know that I am do that kind of thing. I'm a big strong man and I don't... Okay. He's a badass. Um, yeah. Uh, what's your, what's <laughs> your medicine skill? What's your medicine uh, skill? Medicine skill, uh, that's Minus a very four. good question. Uh, one, <laughs> okay, fine, fair enough. Um, so yeah, you the first thing you do is you peel the scabs off and make it bleed, right? Yeah, then you dry it off and wrap a bandage around your chest, yeah. And then, um, I will just as the sun's rising go and feed the chickens. Okay, fine, fair enough. You take. Uh, I would have rechecked my band, my wound and bandages and stuff before sleeping. So you wake up in the morning and um. Okay. Sorry, before uh the the watches end during my watch, um, I would have been just practicing writing out my runes and stuff. Yeah, that's that's not a problem. Um. And so you wake up. You will awake in the morning. Um, what time's missing? Oh, right. An uncomfortable theme. Okay. I'm going to wrap my bedroll around me and just go and start looking for him around the farm. I'm assuming his stuff's gone. As you you head out of the uh, barn, just off to the, not far from the the entrance to the barn, you see Moosey with his head stuck inside the the chicken coop, chucking stuff inside. Um, I'll, I'll turn to Pavar and be like, it's okay, no one kidnapped him. <laughs> I'm just going to get my, my backpack ready. Replenish uh, rations. I'm going to recheck my wounds. Oh, actually, I need to roll for that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you, you, like I said, in the morning, as Ren, you had a decent night's sleep, so any fatigue or exhaustion you've got, and you will regain uh, your hit Keep rolling bad from my hit dice. Some hills take longer to longer to to heal. Uh, yeah. Morton and Thavar, whatever you roll for your hit dice, half it. If it's odd, uh, round it down. Yeah, as always. <laughs> One great. <laughs> Damn uh, it! These wounds don't appear to be healing as quickly as normal. Ah, cool. <laughs> uh, do I know that that bear was like there was some funky juju going? Yeah, you 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 also its eyes glistening with some kind of inner orange light. Um, okay. But the only yeah. one that close enough to it when it died to have potentially seen the um, 
infernal mist that would have escaped from its corpse uh, was Morton, but he was too busy uh, looking at the remains of uh, Hunter's head. Too busy trying to save my new best friend. <laughs> that didn't work out too well. <laughs> no. I don't um, think there's anything I can do to help you guys. Um, can I? I'm going to take out well, when I redress my wounds after doing the chicken coop, uh, mm -hmm. one of the antitoxins and rub yep. the antitoxin in as well. Okay, so you peel the wounds off again. Um, and in doing so, just because you've only got a medicine skill of one, you rip one <laughs> of the, um, as you're kind of ripping it off, you kind of rip them and you pick up a level of bleeding. So roll, one, roll 1d6. Oh, Morton, we love you, but seriously. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, you take six points of bleeding damage. You kind of look around at Morton's kind of like peeling and there's a spout of blood in his chest and blood starts dribbling down his front. I, I will quickly put on the uh, antitoxin and then read uh, Yeah, and he takes a bottle out and... So, yeah, well, um, so next round you'll take another level of bleeding before you need to make a medicine check to try and bandage yourself up properly. Morton, do you want me to look at that? You know, I, I worked in the infirmary. I might be able to. Help I've, I've not seen what his bleeding damage has been. Okay, <laughs> that's quite good. Um, yeah, so yeah, um, <laughs> make your medicine check with plus two because you know you don't have first aid, do you? No. No. Okay. So, so yeah, just make a medicine check to wrap your bandage around. DC is ten. Fourteen. Okay, so you wrap the bandage around and you manage to. Uh, stop your bleeding, but your chest and your abdomen and stuff are now covered in fresh blood. <laughs> um, maybe clean that off before we go inside. Do I have to? Do I have to? And it's dribbling down your down the front. Their of the, father's uh, head just got crushed in underneath I'm your Of course, I'm going to make sure that I'm not absolutely caked in my own blood. Good. I mean, you never know. I know you think <laughs> I'm that dumb, but I'm not that dumb. I don't think you're that dumb. I think you're that unpredictable. Mm. I think differently. Okay, so so uh, Morton cleans himself up eventually. Um, no, no, the front of his, his makeshift canvas kilt is caked in fresh blood and um, and it's kind of dribbled a little bit down his sides, but it, it, then you eventually head back over to the cottage. Yeah, uh, I will knock on the door and wait for an answer. Yeah, so Cleanne will answer the door, and you looking at her, you can tell she's probably not slept really that night. Um, but she sort of opens the door and puts on the very face and welcomes you back in. Mm -hmm. Uh, please come in. Uh, yes. Uh, and I um, point at the thing that I put on probably one of the fences nearby and go, um, are you able to do anything with that? Are you able to clean it, maybe? Or it'll it'll give you satisfaction. I point at the, um, the, um, the giant bear pelt. Bear pelt. Um, 
Yes, I'm, I'm sure we can make use of it. Thank you. Um, I think as I'm you guys gonna... come in as well, what you'll see on laid out on the, the table, uh, the two spears. Um, and then there'll be a healing kit, one glanar potion, um, two herbal balms laid out. Um, and she says, please, um, I think you'll, you'll need us more than a family. Um, it's not much, but it's all I can offer him. Thanks. Will, will you be all right out here? Yeah, um, Hunter, Hunter taught us well. We've we've survived. We have enough food to last us a winter. And my boys, there, they've been taught well. I'm yeah. gonna hold out the chainmail and go. One of your boys, I guess. This was. No, please, you you keep it. We have his his armour and his shield and his swords to remember him by. Thank you. And I um, take out a gold and just leave it on the table. To help she'll, me through. she'll sort of notice as you do that, she'll go, uh, no, thank you. And she'll hand you um, the gold back and then also. I, I won't take it. Right. What about the pouch of a hundred gold she was going to give you? <laughs> take that. That one I will take. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, I take that gold back. Um, please. It's we have enough to be getting by. Uh, if needs be, we can get to the city and we can do what we need. It's the least I could do to help. Hey. Would you prefer to take Hunter to the city for burial, yeah. or would you do it here? Um, he loved his farm. I, if I could ask you one more favour, uh, would you be able to help dig, dig a hole out by the tree? Of course. To bury him? It would be our Thank pleasure. You. But you need to eat his first. Armor was... Um, if his armor has been damaged. Um, if his armor has been damaged, I can repair it. No, his armor is in, in reasonable condition. I wasn't sure because there was a bear that fell on top of him, so I didn't know if it was squishy no, or not. No, no, no. <laughs> having a bear is something you might not wreck his armor. Um, like said, his helm's ruined. Um, that's it. Okay, so I'm gonna help dig the grave. So yeah, between um, uh, Musa helps him. So between Morton, Musa, and Tavar, you can spend an hour or two wanna, digging Hunter's grave. I want to speak to Salan, um, if I can. Hmm? Um, maybe away from the boys. Um. And just be like, that bear, uh, there was something unnatural about it. Um, I, I want to make sure that you have the skill to, to fend for yourselves should another one attack. I'm 
nature. But I don't want to live fun. Very well. Fun means so much to him. Maybe in time we'll move on, but perhaps we can. If you. Sorry, carry I mean, on. Take, take the time you need. Um, but if maybe if you if you leave uh, traps around your home to protect you and your boys, um, anything to help. Thank you. Um, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll make myself busy. I, I do have a bear trap. <laughs> I, can, I can give her that at the end. <laughs> Would would play that sort of thing would have would I have bear traps in the farm so I don't have to take theirs or would I uh, okay. you'd, you'd, have, you'd have one or two. Yeah. Um I'll, I'll just say uh, thank you. We we do have some some traps and you guys have a long journey ahead of you, so you'll probably need it more than we will. I've not heard of a bear attacking a, a house. There it is. I don't know if it was acting on its own volition. There was something wrong with its eyes. It was angry. Yeah, I think she says too much about it, but she sort of nods, like acknowledges. Yeah. Yeah. What you said. I won't. I won't push it more than that. Um, no. Yeah. So. Um... How deep would we have dug, by the way, with the soil so solid as it is frozen? I think so. It takes it takes you about an hour to dig the grave between the three of you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask you to make checks for, for digging graves. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we, I would eventually go over to Sidian. Uh, um, we've we've uh, finished making the grave. Thank you. Um, and she'll, she'll call for the boys. Um, and, or maybe she'll, she'll go back inside and sort of come back out with the boys and they're dressed as finely as farm clothes allow. Um, please. Um, yeah. Join us if you feel comfortable. I know how to appreciate it. If there are any out. candles around the house, I'll, I'll ask if I can bring them out um, so that they can light some candles and stuff. Okay. You said uh, yeah, there, there, are, there are a few candles. Uh, you, you, you light one, give one each to the boys, one to Vanna, one to Nina. And while she's doing that, I'll go and get Hunter's body and carefully and slowly carry him out. When when you when you pick him up, um Mortem, you do notice that uh during the night his body obviously he's been taken out of his armor, his body appears to have been washed and cleaned. Um though there is a wrapping around the head. Um to obviously the head's not very pretty to look at, um to shield the boys, but the body's been cleaned and wrapped and and scented in some kind of herbs. Carry him out slowly towards the grave. Carry him out. And you just gotta toss him in. <laughs> we can do. 
No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going to lower him into the hole. You're lo- you're uh, I think if we have any rope, we could get it under his body and then yeah. sort of. I've, I've got some rope, so you got you got rope, so you can lower the body de- body down respectfully into the hole. Uh, once he's down there and the prayers have been said, I'm going to offer a shovel to uh, well, let, let, let's, let's, let's get to the prayers. <laughs> so yeah, the body's been lowered into the hole. Anyone saying anything, doing anything? Um, I'll pick up a candle and start lighting everyone's um, candles one by one. Um, and I'll, I'll sort of look to Salan and be like, would you like to say anything? Hot speech, ready for such an eventuality. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think she'll... she'll, she'll Here's she'll, an she'll, <laughs> Yeah, she'll, she'll nod gratefully um, and she'll walk towards the grave. Um, in her hand, she's got a handful of... Um, sort of seeds from the farm and stuff that they lived off of and the stuff they built their livelihood on and she'll throw them uh into the hole um she'll stand over there and um she'll say a prayer in <laughs> a language that nobody else speaks to avoid <laughs> having to freestyle it um she'll just sort of quietly say Something and um, uh, after a um, you know a minute or so, she'll just say I love you and walk back and then say to boys, um, give them another handful of the seeds each and say say goodbye to your father. And the boys follow suit. They um, toss a, um, a handful of seeds into the the grave and matter um, a prayer in Ardorian. Anyone speak Ardorian? Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, Vanna struggles through it, and, um, and it, though it's in Ardorian for the sake of the viewers and the podcast and everyone else, uh, Lena's speeches, um, though he speaks of his father's life, and eventually it tails off, and he goes, I'll care for Mama now, Papa. With, with that done, uh, I think that I will uh, stand there and just say, I barely knew you, but a father who protects his children, even even to death, is You will have the happiest of afterlives, and I hope that you wait. Your wait for your family is long. Okay. And then I will. Does anyone speak uh, Caridian? <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, I'll explain what it is anyway. Okay, so um, in Caridian, I will say, uh, may the nest in. Uh, may the nest welcome you into the afterlife. 
in the summer. The Favagos, um, I'll step up with my candle and I'll, I'll place it by his grave um, and just say thank you for your unfailing hospitality and kindness. Um, and then in law, I'll say guide his spirit and do a little prayer to Darakos. Um, okay. Back. And nobody speaks in Alak, that's cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, that's true. You, you, you have done. You suddenly sold off. The I think I'm doing body. a nice thing. <laughs> right, uh, I right, thought anyway. it was a nice thing to do. You know, it's not a cult. Musa just stands quietly at the back. Um, doesn't say anything, do anything. He looks quite somber and slop, um, and affected by the events. And everyone turns around and looks at Morton. <laughs> Morton's just standing there with his head bowed slightly. Okay. Just utterly silent. So, uh, After you... a few seconds of realising that Morton's not actually going to do anything, <laughs> I'm going to hand over the shovel to uh, Cillian. Okay. You're, you're going to ask her to... Okay, and she takes the first... Just, just one, towards, just the first shovel. And she tosses the... Uh, a shovel of uh, dirt into her husband's grave and then the tears take over and she starts to break down. Um, I will take the shovel and I will offer her a shoulder to cry on. I'll take the shoulder. Um, while Solana's crying on Tavar, I'll take the shovel and just resume filling in the grave. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I said, Musa joins in. So, um, Cleanne and the, the boys head back towards uh, the cottage, and whilst the rest, the rest of you are, are filling the grave, it takes you maybe half an hour to, to fill it properly, and eventually. It's Lena that was the one that came out. Cleanne's back in the, the cottage with Vanna. Um, he's got a, a small makeshift cross, so to speak, that he brings out. And as you finish the grave, he places at the, the head of his, his father's grave. So have the, the sort of battered helmet that he was wearing and put yeah. that on. I think it's. Bright red, um, much like everything, it's very, it's very colourful. Um, it's, it's more of a marker. It's not your traditional cross cross. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like two poles and um, two downward poles and two horizontal ones, and they're all bright red. And because uh, none of you speak, uh, um, apart from Cleanne and because none of you speak uh, Ardorian, it's got Hunter's name. On the, the horizontal poles. Uh, I think after giving them a bit of time, I will follow inside. Okay. So you, you head back to the cottage. Um, Cleana um, is the only one in the main living area. Um, Lena's uh, returned to the 
went and down living in their, their bedroom areas with, with Vanna. So it was just Kleana and the rest of you. If, if you'd want us to leave today, we, we'd understand. You put my boys back to me. You have our hospitality as long as you need it. Um, we the others. probably shouldn't stay too long with the um, with the Shantan. We should warn someone. I'm gonna go and uh, feed the horses, and I make my excuses and exit to go and feed the horses. Okay. I, I think we should head out soon, but if there is anything we can do, perhaps setting up, helping set up traps, um, getting any food. You, you've done more than enough. Um, the boys will set traps tomorrow. It'll give them something to do, give them something to take their minds. Otherwise, happened. Um, thank you for your offer, though. Um, sure. so please stay for, um, stay for just, a meal tonight. Just to check, yeah. Yes, Amber. I'm getting a little bit of lag on Amber. Um, just to check. Oh, did we change out of the uh, what you call it jail outfits? Uh, uh, none of us are wearing. Presently, presently no. Um, Savar is still wearing hers underneath her armor. Um, oh, you, okay. you, uh, yeah, you you were given there were clothes to fit you, so yeah, um, uh, Kato's managed to um, acquire new clothes. Um, just in true Ardorian um, fashion, they're quite bright and colourful. Uh, so you've got a, a bright blue pair of um, trousers and a, a bright blue woolen uh, woolen shirt. Okay, um, and I'll. I'll sort of put her about and gather up my blanket. Um, yeah. Just to check. Gonna come back in after I finish doing the horses. Okay, so you'll find yourself back in the cottage with Leanne. Um, do you by any chance have any spare um, hide or leather? Yeah. Um... We have some in the we have some in the barn. Would you mind if I took some? No, please help yourself to, to whatever you need. Very appreciated. Uh, do you have any thread? Yeah, and I guess she opens up a cupboard and has a sort of sewing kit. I'm, I'm going to go and get some and make a proper kilt and a proper, like, chest harness thing. And... Yep. Um, yeah, okay. Um, you're going to need Thalor's help for that because it's not a pure work. Oh, you need it. <laughs> um, I, I, I also have um, weapon stuff, um, repairing weapons. Yeah, but you're not making armour. Um, and she's a smith, so she knows how to tap. Uh, buckles and all sorts of other different pieces on the left. Uh, I'm only sewing pieces of fabric together. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't quite work. Yeah, between, but between the two of you, yeah, yeah you can fashion it. 
a kilt and leather harness to strap to go over the top to to hold the kilt up. Well, I have the yeah. belt, so it's fine. Yep. The utility belt. Yeah. So that you, you spend uh, a day. You, you, you are you spending the day here, or are you can you accept that in Cleanne's offer for dinner in the evening, or are you going to head off? I think I, I think it would be a good idea to stay and start off fresh right. tomorrow morning. Okay, so you you spend a day like it takes a day between Mortem and Thavor arguing about how to properly tack this on and strap on the harness uh, to um, and it makes a change Mortem for you to be a customer and not get punched. Um, <laughs> for then you create your kilt and your harness etc and if it, it's functional and serviceable uh it's still quite cold um but um Cleanne offers you some of uh hunter's uh old winter clothing to, to go on underneath um otherwise you're just gonna says you're just gonna freeze to death if that's if that's all you're gonna wear um, uh, and i'll particularly put the giant cloak on as a mainstay yeah, what giant cloak? Well, a cloak of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Cloak, but yeah, she's, she's much like her husband. She's very accommodating and um, hospitable. Um, and she provides you, and the dinner and evening is a very somber and quiet affair. You will sit through it eventually and um, you, you get through it and you retreat back to the barn um, with your own thoughts to do whatever you want of that evening before. Um, heading off in the morning. Um, are we leaving after breakfast? I'll cook breakfast. After breakfast. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably ask if there's any spare rations that we can have and uh, firewood and such. Yeah, I think we'd um have the sort of winter stores, so with one less person, we'd have you know some bits knocking around. We can give some extra rations. Yeah, uh, Cleon also tells you that um, the nearest uh, town, the, the, the King's Road is only about five miles south of here, and the nearest yeah. town uh, um, is, isn't that far away. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, you were given a map anyway, so... Yeah, you were given Renford, a map. Renford, right? Yeah, Renford. Yeah, with a, a rough map. So I when we, the... we reach the road, it's east or west. Uh, west, as you get to the road, head west. Um, you're, you'll eventually come to Renford in about two days. So, given you, you know, amongst okay. everything else, she's also given you a, a letter just um, signed from her saying, These people uh, saved my boys. Please offer them any, um, any hospitality and listen to them and sign it from her. So, hopefully, that. Council Southwick in the town, I guess I'd be vaguely known there. Yeah, never because Hunter is a, a known farmer yeah. in, in the region that sells his uh, wares at Renford. Okay. So, um, anyone having any uh, epiphanies or anything during the evening, or are you just going to sleep quietly? Um, um, I I'll... think that. Uh, would Thavar have noticed the bear's eyes? Uh, yeah, everyone saw them kind of flash orange. Okay. Um, uh, Thavar probably would have talked 
asked the boys if it was all right if she could talk to them about the bear. Okay. Sorry. Um, Van, Van is not up to speak, speak to anyone, but Lino's. Um, Fair enough. It, it, it's become quite stoic. Um, that he's happy to talk to you. Uh, yes, um, um, Davor, is it? That's, that's right. Uh, Nina, um, I don't suppose you'd know. Was there anything strange about the bear? Uh, nothing that I really noticed. I said it, I said it surprised the two of us. It's not unheard of for a bear to travel this far south from the forest, but um, we were out on the ice, well, close to the bank of the river, and next thing we knew, it was charging down the bank at us. I, 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 I caught up with Vanna, and I managed to drag him to the to the Seven Sisters and, and make him safe, and I thought I could outrun the bear, but it didn't really follow follow me far. Um, and I got lost in the dark, but I didn't notice anything strange about the bear. It was just big and scary and terrifying. Sorry for bringing it up. I just wanted to make sure. wanted to make sure that everything we could do to help was being you, you brought Papa back and thank you for that. And you brought Vanna back. Um, I'm going to take a Rook potion before I go to sleep. Okay. That's a Done. good idea. I can do that too. Uh, and Kato, you were going to do something? Yes. So I um, I mean, like, I'm going to practice writing runes again, but I'm also going to pray to uh, Darakos okay, um, so in Nalak. Mm -hmm. um, you sit, you and sit down and you focus and you take your breath and do the meditations that Saran taught you and you. Close your eyes and send your thoughts out into the void. Um, and I'm just going to be like, uh, Darakos, um, thank you for your strength. Um, has Hunter come to you? Did he? Did he make it? There's no verbal I'm response. Just gonna, like, but you be reaching you, out, asking about Hunter. There's no verbal response, but you get a a sense of affirmation, like a welling of approval if you dance <laughs> kate is super happy about that amber isn't but kate is like yeah i'm a good person Yay. um yep i'm gonna be like oh, i'm so glad i look after his look after his spirit um i'll be like thank you Arikos. um and i'll just continue to to practice um yeah Right, Marines. Yep, okay. Little things like that. And then I'll hit the hay. Fair enough. Thanks. I just have to get up close and personal with the camera. <laughs> right, okay, so yeah, anyone else doing anything? Other than taking my root potion? Nope. Yeah, so yeah, you take your root potion before you go to bed. Um, and so you you all have quiet, peaceful evenings. Um, during the night, you wake up the next morning. Uh, those of you that 
you need recovery, um, make you roll your recovery dice and half it. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Again, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Doing so badly at this. Okay. Um, anyone doing anything in the morning? I will be up with the dawn again, feeding the horses and the chickens before we leave. Okay. Just going to make sure I've got my blanket and everything wrapped around um, all my clothes and my bedroll sort of secured around my shoulders, um, mm -hmm. getting as warm as possible before we head up. Oh, uh, yeah, you bundle I... yourself. I'll be yeah. helping Sidian with breakfast and with any rations that she wants to provide. Yeah, uh, next day she, she provides you with uh, three days, uh, enough for three days rations each, uh, certainly enough to get you to Renford. Um, and you obviously you've got a little map that Hunter has drawn. Um, the, the boys are, are in their rooms when you return. Um, you, you see Cleanne uh, taking in uh, breakfast for them. Um, again, it's quite, it's a nice breakfast. It's, uh, there's some salted pork, some eggs, some fried uh, fried vegetables. Um, she's giving you, you get the sense that she's giving you the best of her food as a, a last meal and a farewell. Um, um, once we've finished eating, probably say thank you for your for your hospitality again i'm so sorry for your loss yeah, folks if you and then i could have lost a husband and both my sons i'm just sorry i don't have much more to give the least we could do it was a good man and if you're ever here again, feel free to stop by. You'll be welcomed with open arms. Hopefully without the snow. Well, you have to come in summer. I hear it's much nicer. Remember those uh, traps and, and look after yourself. All of you. Thank you. And you. I guess we head off. And you head off and you you follow what, what you notice to be you know, the wagon tracks, the ones that a hunter would have uh, used going into Renfrew for supplies during the winter. So you follow the the winding track that you use. Eventually you come down to the King's Road, um, buried in snow, but it's certainly well-traveled. Um, you see lots of, um, it's a, an east-west uh, road that bisects your path. Um, it's probably around mid-morning by the time you get there. Looking back over your shoulders, you look in the direction of um, the Aram farm. 
of you may be heavy hearted, some of you may be not. I'm not going to put that in anyone's mind. <laughs> Looking up, and you turn westward, eastward even, <laughs> um, <laughs> and take your first steps um, in the direction of Renford. And that's where we'll. Yeah. Uh, Renford. Westward, yeah. Yeah. Now, Renford is east. No, you said west. I wrote it down. You yeah. said west. I said, yeah, I said west. It should have been east. Uh, Ren, yeah, Ren, Renford, Renford is eastward. Um, you can go west if you want. You can go west if you want. West is back towards Canaan. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got my geography wrong. Apologies. Um, I don't know. I just created the world. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> again, a few eastward steps. Um, you start making your way towards Renford and civilization, having had. It's quite a harrowing couple of days, and that's where we'll call it a day for the day. And we'll be back next week. Musa uh, will be back with us, and we may even discover Eric's fate. Um, what's been happening <laughs> to Eric for the last couple of days? Um, <laughs> many thanks to Nick Long, um, uh, Hunter, Sorry, Nick. <laughs> for, for not 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 multi-classing but multi-charactering having played not only hunter but his, his wife um and his truly glorious and uh, horrific deck um superb man. um good stuff <laughs> good death um, thank, thanks for us thanks for showing off the um brutality of our injury system <laughs> yeah anytime Anytime. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me along. It's good fun. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have you back. Um, normally, guests come back as the same character. Um, but <laughs> welcome, to we, 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 we will be the Game of Thrones of <laughs> the RPG. Yeah. No, no, he has to come back as the same character. It was just undead this time. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, have you uh, all of you players enjoyed it? I, I certainly did because I didn't have to say much. It was, it was superb. I just got to sit here and watch you guys <laughs> interact, which was which was brilliant. Well done. I really enjoyed it. So um, uh, yeah, we have we have some announcements. Uh, check our Twitter, uh, Facebook, and stuff coming up because we'll have uh, announcements as to our um, Kickstarter, uh, which will be going up next month. Or we'll be, we'll be starting next month um and a few other bits and pieces um things are gathering a pace so thanks everyone um hope you all enjoyed it and we will see you all next time uh, nick would you like to join us on thursday for if you're available for our dev corner i've got a game to dm but it depends it depends what time uh 8 30. <laughs> What's what I? Yes. Right. Hey, 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 hopefully, we'll be able to get you back on so you can you can give your thoughts on your um, gruesome and heroic death. Anyway, thanks. Um, thanks for joining us. Cheers, bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye.